we, I mean, we can sing again if you want. <laughs> but I mean, are you re-recording now? You just started the episode by screaming in everybody's yeah. ears. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Catch us next week, I guess. If you're already, if you're still listening, if you're this already far mad, and you don't listen to anything. Uh, everybody in the room, say hi. 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 Surprise. <gasps> who is that? <laughs> Guess who it is. We got Back Han. from like the second episode. Actually, I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Your second episode. No, you were on You were on two episodes. I thought. Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving slash like Game And the culture. Game of Thrones. And the Game of Thrones one, yeah. Oh, Game I forgot of Thrones about episode. the Game of Thrones one. Yeah, you were on the Way back when one. I was also a guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You were there. Yeah. I forgot you were super excited about that shit. Yeah. Totally about Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah. yeah still I totally am. forgot about that. We yeah. can make this another Game of Thrones I was gonna say, it could be a Game of Thrones And episode. Dubs could just we sit could. there silently in the corner again. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we could. It's fine. I don't care. I don't care. But what were you saying before? Cultural appropriation? Oh, I was... Yeah, let's appropriate people's cultures. Yes. Yeah, no, I was just like talking about the last YouTube video. I don't know why it just popped up on my feed. It was like, why are these Japanese women dressing up as like, um, you know, Mexican-American women? Like they're doing, they're trying to, they're emulating the Chicano culture. Yeah, there's a huge like apparently swing in certain parts of Japan where people are getting like typical like ta- even like tattoos and things like that in like spanish and stuff like interesting yeah japan is so rad it's like, pretty cool just let I'm, them do whatever they want well i mean like watching it they were like you know people get like you know people here have pick uh, you know tattoos of kanji and stuff like that and, like why can't we have one that yeah. says like oh good point tattoo that says california roll something <laughs> i hope they That's get a good point i hope someone gets a tattoo accidentally that says california roll in spanish there was actually a Ask Reddit, um, uh, Ask Reddit question. That was that. It was people of Asian descent. Mm. Like, what's the dumbest thing you've seen a white person have mm. on their body? Yeah, <laughs> I think somebody just said like uh, flying fish poop or something like that. And yeah, he was like, I couldn't believe he had this, and you I could- asked him. And he said, oh, it's like mean dragon or something. And he was like, that's not <laughs> yeah. what it means. But uh, love wh- pray. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so he asked. He said, so why did you get this? Even if you weren't 100% confident of what it was, he, and he said, just the design of it, like, makes me feel good. Just the beauty of yeah. how it looks. It's a beautiful language. A yeah. beautiful written language. And that's what I like. And the guy was like, yeah, I can't really hate you for that. But. And, like, <laughs> he just tells himself and other people that it means, like, angry dragon <laughs> angry or whatever. Angry dragon? Yeah. It's just, no, it's, it's... It's like, okay, you do you. Yeah, right? So, I mean, fun, drunk friend idea that I just came up with. Two people pick a a term or like a sentence that's like as vile as you can think of or whatever it can be whatever translate it to kanji get it tattooed on their friend but the friend gets to do it back to you so you both have a contest like a mystery tattoo that you don't know what it is and you don't know what it is you have to like find a japanese person you have like your your decoder friend yeah exactly Or it's like that's a dangerous game. It is. That's a and very like, dangerous game. Could you accurately like write it so you could use like the Google Translate photo app to? Oh yeah, so you it? could take a picture of it to see. But like maybe you can't. So maybe you think like, oh, you just wrote like I like butt, but it re- it really means like I like it in the butt or something. I don't know. That would why be not both. Yeah, why not both? <laughs> it could be both. I mean, um, I like butt in 4K the butt. Four K no lows nose, just full circle right there. Yeah. I feel like that's. I don't know. I like I, I remember there was a friend of mine in college who spent so much money in tattoos and and I have tattoos and they they mean a lot to me and that's why I got them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're very personal to me. But he got tattoos just because he thought they looked cool. Yeah. So he was just 
I remember one day he came up. He said, dude, I got two new pieces. It was so expensive, but so worth it. Check it out. And it was a hammerhead shark fighting a bear. That's fucking rad. Yeah, I remember being like, oh, cool, man. It looks really cool. Like, I love the color, but what, what what does that mean? doesn't have to mean anything to anyone. Exactly. Else. He just goes, I don't know. It's fucking cool, man. Yeah, it was only like 800 bucks. I was thinking, It's Jesus. only 800 yeah. bucks. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking, what? I completely respect both sides. Tattoos that mean a lot to right, you. It's right. so, like, sentimental, and it's, right. it means so much to, like, get that permanently on your body. Then sometimes it's like, that's fucking dope and i want to wear that it just, permanently. Yeah. right it might be a piece of art or it just yeah. might remind you of that time or that place yep. so i know people that will get tattoos as they visit places like this Ooh. is the tattoo i got in like ireland and this is the tattoo there are a lot of people uh, who do that yeah. like they turn their body into like the stickers on the suitcase mm. but like they each tattoo like represents it's not like a ireland <laughs> <laughs> although that would be dope like <laughs> imagine seeing someone who just looked like a stickered up suitcase ireland spain yeah berlin or uh germany or whatever yeah yep. all over yeah that would be you go cool. to japan and you get something written in spanish because that's the culture now <laughs> <laughs> i mean True. you brought up a good point though i think that because i was listening to the women talk about it they're like i like it one because of the style but two it like represents something more to them because for for them like japan is so uniform there's so many like mm. uh everything's so sterile almost they're like we like this because their culture like women are more powerful quote unquote yeah yeah oh yeah everything's like so cookie cutter and you have yeah, like you have to act this way for. really yeah i know nothing about japan but that makes sense, <laughs> that, makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense um my there's also a, another subsect of people who get tattoos that I fall into, where I got a tattoo because I thought it would be funny. You thought it'd be funny? <laughs> no, nah, I think it is funny. I know it's funny. Like having tattoos, it. you mean, or the no, act of the, getting my tattoo. tattoo? Do you know about my tattoo? Yes, I do. I, I I really like your tattoo because of why you have it. So a, it looks cool. I yes. think I could show it to someone and they should be like, like I could show it to your hammerhead shark fighting a bear guy. You'd be like, that's fucking rad. Yeah, it's like some <laughs> kind of like a, it's it's a baboon with antlers with like a spiny body. But what it is. <laughs> Is a quote from The Office where Michael Scott is thinking of different like deities that they could pray to, so he just mashes animals together willy nilly. So it's the head of a monkey, the antlers of a reindeer, and the body of a porcupine. A porcupine. Has anyone been able to get the reference? Uh, one guy that I work with now, and I actually sit next to him, and like me and him are like super super tight. How did he? How did he? How did he? Like, did he just see it and go, "Oh my god"? Just Some, I showed it to someone, and I explained it, and they said, "You know who might get that? Ryan. He loves The Office." And I showed it to him. I'm like, Ryan, I heard that someone. Uh, I heard from someone that you might be able to decode my tattoo, and all I'm going to tell you is that it's from The Office. He stared at it for a second, and he's like, "Is that the?" Is that one of the animals that Michael Scott tries to think? I'm like, yeah, do you know, like, do you remember what it is? He goes, it's the head of a monkey and the antlers of a <laughs> reindeer. And then, like, I, he needed a little nudge with the body of the porcupine. But that is the closest I'm ever going to get. Jeez, no one's ever just going to see it and be like, hey, that's the Michael Scott quote. Because it's also such a weird one-off quote. You know, it's a good point. I don't think a lot of people would get tattoos of TV shows in general, though. Yeah. Like, I was just thought about, because you guys talked about Game of well, Thrones. Who has a Game of Thrones tattoo? A ton of people, a probably. Of, Game really? of Thrones is, like, but transcended like a TV show. A dragon? Or a house? I, actually, there's like a guy a, I work with yeah. who has uh, the hilt of Jon Snow's sword. Uh, long claw which it's like this cool white hilt and it like spirals up and it looks like a like um ivory and it turns into a wolf's head and has red eyes there's like fictional houses like we have like actual um 
coat of arms there's like, like sigils sigils yeah so like the targaryen is a three-headed dragon like in a circle so a lot of people get that or like the a lot of people get the stark sigil which is a, a wolf's wolf. head oh yeah well i'm just wrong then there, yeah, you're totally <laughs> wrong and i'm gonna keep going <laughs> no, no, like, video, like a lot of people do that with pop culture video game culture yep. stuff like that going back to like, my next tattoo before. is gonna be a video game one but i don't want to talk about it too much because i learned from johnny when I have a really good idea, just keep it to myself. Because if I tell people, I'll get the satisfaction of just people be like, yeah, that would be a cool tattoo. I'm like, all right, that's all I wanted. I don't need to get yeah. it anymore. But I True. hear that a lot, though, what you said. Like, you know, with something so temporary, like it could just be a fad, for example. Like, yeah. why get that tattooed on yourself? Mm-hmm. Unless, like, I guess either A, you love, like, you, you love The Office. Yeah, it won't. It's not a fad to me. Right. I, the first time I watched a couple episodes of it, I'm like, this is, the, I, I never have seen a show like this. This is so special. And every time I go back and watch it, I just love it the same amount. A part of me wants to do fun tattoos. Like, I would love to have just a slice of pizza. Yeah, do it. Like, some, like, like, I, like, like a really, gooey, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle slice of pizza. That or just a super realistic, like, Sicilian <laughs> slice. Like, a super <laughs> detailed, like, like, whoa, like, that was a copy and paste. Just yeah. something super fucking hardcore. Photorealistic. Yeah, it exactly. Looks, like, even the shadows. <laughs> it just looks like a slab, a piece of pizza just laying on your stomach. Yeah, you need to put it somewhere where it would be believable that yeah. it's there. Like, if you lean back, if you're on the beach and you're shirtless, someone's like, that dude's got fucking pizza on the beach, and he's just <laughs> putting it on his skin. I love it. I don't know why. Just something about pizza. I mean, I mean. So, everybody listening, uh, Hong is our guest, the talented Mr. Hong. Oh yeah, his name is Hong, by the way. Yeah. Um. So Hong will appreciate this. You will appreciate this. I suck at making pizza. So something about pizza to me, and and you kind of pick up on it when you go out places. And I think I mentioned it to you before in another episode. You just can't. It's so hard to make really good fucking pizza. Mm-hmm. Just the right crust and toppings and the ratios and the way it's cooked and the, the caramelization on top. Yep. And just, have, just the right amount of melty and the sauce is just, just good enough but not sweet. You taste the tomatoes. It's not tinny. Right. Like there's so many little, little, little fucking factors that involve. Did you use charcoal or fire? Is it yeah. a gas oven? Like just did you proof the dough? How long? Just... What type of flour? Where's the water from? All these little, little things amount to either a amazing pizza or drunk pizza mm. where you just have it because it's drunk and cheap. And it's almost like the pizza is drunk. Yeah, right? Just <laughs> blah, blah, pizza. Blah, and the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a pizza. So for me, it's just this weird thing I keep coming back to because as far as from a cooking perspective, it's al- it's weird because it's almost like baking. Right. Uh, yeah, it's the dough that always gets me with pizza. I also really like making food. People on the podcast yeah. sphere, <laughs> but it's like it's literally. I think it's, it's, it's something about gluten. I'm gonna do that in air it's quotes. But like, gluten? yeah, if you make yeah. your go- dough too. Every time I try to make pizza dough, I stretch it out and it just immediately just binds back together yeah, into a wall. And I was like, what the? <laughs> Did I just invent flubber? make a spherical pizza? <laughs> <laughs> like a like a dough ball? Yeah, yeah. No. That's a, you. The I never thought of it. Like, there's so many correct amounts of being cooked like the dough has to be cooked all the way through so like the top 90 percent of the dough has to be like bready mm. but the bottom half has got to have that nice crisp to it yep. but then like the cheese can't be burnt but it can't be undercooked it's got to have that right like caramelization to it yep. like just golden brown on the top but it all gets cooked in one place yes. for one set amount of time it's not yes. like you cook the cheese over here and add it exactly although that would be interesting but anyway that'd be really weird what <laughs> i like, the, I like uh, yeah, that look i like, I like hmm. that look 
Interesting. Yeah, it is <laughs> very interesting. Saute up Copy some cheese it. and slap it on the pizza. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the a melted grilled cheese pizza. Or yeah. Something. Ooh. Copyright. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, it all goes into one place. There's a lot of factors that need to get it to all be correct in that place. And I think it's because it has to do with just dough. Because like Hong just said, it's just dough is the one thing that it, it takes away from the fire, meat, salt, done kind of like mentality <laughs> where the second you include dough or no, the second you include flour into something, you could be making a roux. The second flour yeah. comes into play, all of a sudden you have to fucking pay math. attention and care. There's math. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> now it's just I have to be dialed into the timing yeah. and how this is doing and like what's fire, the meat, salt. <laughs> yeah. But like think about that. How easy for is it for uh, the majority of people? people to just be having a, a hot grill and throwing shit on it and then oh it's looking burn take it off it's done that's pretty much <laughs> it like compared to something like pizza or bread yeah or fucking it's like building a house of cards yeah or like, you know if you want to go down the path of baking where you have to it's just pure math baking, baking, is, baking is like dark souls right baking <laughs> is like playing dark souls where you have to it's just this is going to be a a journey i like an, a thing i have to endure to get through it's yeah. not just like oh yeah how many times do you bake something it's good and you're like i'm gonna put it in for another five minutes because i don't want it to be like undercooked in the middle and then yeah. it's completely dry it, it's so now like, hockey what the hell just yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just yeah to me baking for me personally baking is dark souls yeah. On like the hardest difficulty. Sure. It's just, you're just white knuckling <laughs> through the whole experience, just hoping you make it. That's all it is. You know, it's it's not like a Battlefield 4 Overwatch experience. Like, woo, having fun, just doing <laughs> shit. Yay, everybody's here. We're having a good time. It's just this It's just this, this experience you have to survive. I like it. I don't know how much you bake, but. Uh, zero. I think ever. Besides, like, cooking class and You've never baked? I don't think so. You've never tried to bake at home? I've made cookies, actually. Like, oh, oh it work. you got to bring something in at school. Bring something in. I'm like, all right, I'll Are follow these, like, a very strict... I'm going to cut these cookies and put uh, them in the oven? Yes, but that still counts. No. <laughs> like, I've made cookies from scratch with, like, flour and eggs and sugar and shit. Oh, shit. But, okay. Fancy. Yeah, I, I guess I used to, but then I grew up and I'm like, oh, I have a job now, so I can just go to a store and get a cake. <laughs> True. It's very easy. Very true. Very it's like true. one of those things I'll never do. Have you ever baked a croissant or seen it in process? I've seen the process, and that also looks like Dark Souls. <laughs> Dark Souls. <laughs> That's one of those things, like, I don't have the time. Or This is, like, one of those things. I have a job. Now I'm going to pay someone else to do it. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> like, it's, like, dough that you layer butter on, and then you have to let it chill and then fold it over yeah. to form the layers, and you chill it for, like, you know, And you have to do that, like, several times, times right? And yeah. yeah. Did you, like, put butter in between yeah. and shit like that? You have to, like, spread butter across at a certain temperature, and then you have to fold it. So it takes, like, a year to make your <laughs> croissant. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny? Um, I know Dark Souls isn't on PC, right? Dark Souls is console only? I think it's on PC. Is it on PC? We have the science. I think it is. Right? Yeah, I okay. Know. I was gonna say, is there any other... I decide yes, it's on PC. Yeah. Is there any other universal game that's that difficult? That everybody agrees upon? Uh, there's... Like, Super Meat, super meat Boys. Super, super like, hard. Cuphead. Cuphead. Like, recently, but I'm trying to think of, like... An extremely popular game that's like extremely Cuphead. difficult. Like, before Cuphead. Cuphead is based on, like, other... Yeah. Like, Metroidvania type... I don't know. What a, Yeah. AK, I don't right. love those games. I don't play those games. Super right. I, don't, games. I don't pretend to even be good at those games. You're an online game. I'm a, team like a person, social right? gamer. Yeah. yeah if right, it doesn't right. involve me being on a team of other people, it's hard for me to get motivated to, to play it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's more fun that way anyways, right? I mean, I feel like 
I feel like, and I've asked you this before because you're right, the social aspect kind of takes away the grind of it. But I feel like games that are solo games, even though they're really, really good, like I'm playing Red Dead Redemption 2 right now. Oh, nice. Even though it's really good, there you, you realize it's a cyclical grind of, I need to do this. Oh, now there's a mission. Now I need to do that. Oh, now there's another mission. Now right. I need to do this. This progresses the story. I just stock up on provisions and I need to keep going. It's It becomes that grind that you fall into. But I mean, I guess if the story is good enough, right? I mean, I don't know what Chris is looking at. But. I'm looking up the hardest games of all time and they're all really old. Or Cuphead, or Super Meat Boy, or Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> like, how old are we talking about? Like, like NES, what, Super Nintendo. When was that article release or whatever post you're looking at? Uh, it's from TheGuardian.com. It is <clears throat> 2016. Okay. Okay. That's recent, right? Yeah. That's recent enough. Uh, it's recent enough that, like, anything I could think of would probably be on here. Yeah. yeah. No, it's... It's old stuff. Oh, Trials Fusion, the the dirt bike game where you have to keep your balance. What? Trials. I never heard of that. It's a 2D, so it's a side-scrolling dirt bike game where you have to like get over obstacles, and you could do gas or brakes. Is it the one that like spins you as you jump? Like, you can. You can spin. Not purposefully. I just do it and land on my head and die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's but then you could you could lean your rider back and forth, which like it's like a physics-based game. Oh, so okay, okay. You gotta oh. make it up this jump, so you're gonna have to accelerate really fast and lean back, so you could flip the right ankle. Yeah, and wait, what was clop. the what was the clop. what was the name of the game? Oh my god! It, it like that alligators. You're gonna swing over them. Pitfall. Pitfall. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That that wasn't on that list, was it? I don't know. I didn't see it, but okay, it might mind. be. Okay, that game's hard. Mind. No. It's uh, Zelda Two, which I'm a huge Zelda guy. Really, Zelda Two? Yeah. Back for the the NES. Game's hard as shit. Is it? Yeah. I don't remember that being that hard. Uh, you might not be thinking of the right one because it's torturously hard. <laughs> I remember growing up, all those games I thought were like looking back on it now, maybe because I have a different perception of time. They take a long ass time to beat. So yeah, the, but now <laughs> you could like speed run them. Not not even speed run, but like if you know exactly what you're doing, or like you have a guide, or you you just remember where to go, and you remember how to defeat things, and you remember the tactics. Like Zelda, forty five minutes. But like I just never beat it as a kid. I would play over and over and over again, and I would slowly make this progress, and then like I would die, and then I would have to crawl back through it. Like that's how they designed games back then. They're like, we can't make fucking Red Dead Two on an NES, so we're gonna have to <laughs> just make it really difficult. And yeah. like the hidden things, like there's a tree that you have to burn. There is no indication that you have to burn that tree. You just have to fucking light oh, the yeah, forest on fire until I you remember that. Mm-hmm. find the right tree. Remember that? I remember all the games where you just couldn't. Yeah, it was just I don't know what to do. The game, the story's not moving. I'm just <laughs> running around clicking on things. I'm pretty I sure don't I've have done a everything. Quest marker anymore to go? What <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like the map's not telling me where to go. It's yep. just it just that's, stuck here. That's the way it was. Uh, speaking of Cuphead, I watched. Have you ever seen a speed run of Cuphead? Uh, yeah, it's, it's fucking insane. It is. I don't get how those people exist. Like, how do their brains think? At what? <laughs> How many gigahertz does their like mind process what's happening on the screen? Because I would say that that one's actually your reaction, right? It's not like yeah. pre-programmed. Because I can think of some of the other games. You're like, I have to, you know, three seconds from now, I have to move left oh, to like yeah, dodge yeah. something. But the yep. older games with Cuphead, you actually it's have like to random. React. And, yeah, parts of it are bullet hells. So there's just millions of bullets on the screen, all of them coming at you, and you have to like dodge them and and dive and like fly in between them. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, a lot of it's like a 
Mega Man style platformer where you're running and jumping and shooting and stuff like that. But was <laughs> just shaking his head. No, no, no. Well, I went to a, so I, I grew up playing console mm-hmm. and I kind of played PC, but primarily console. And I never knew what land parties were. So I never had a land party until I got older. And even then, I didn't know what it was. My friend was just saying, oh, you want to go to a land party? And I was like, to do fucking what? He was like, play games. That's what you do at a land party. Yeah. I said, oh, I don't play games on my computer. I will come and drink and eat and watch you play games. (laughs) He said, okay, sure. So I remember going and... I was blown away. Everybody brings their freaking tower. Yep. Everything. Everybody sets up on these giant benches, and uh, it was really, really cool. But I remember thinking, I don't play any games, and also like, you could always just play with your friends, anyways, right? Like you can always just make your lobby and then just do it, anyways. You don't need. Back in the day, you had to do land parties. Back in the day, like, you I used had to play to, StarCraft yes. One. And oh, I used yeah. to have to bring my rig over to my friend's house and like hook him up. Yeah. Yeah. We Did also have- had. Uh, two consoles playing mario kart double dash you could do that Ooh. you could have four players on one console and four players on the other ethernet them together and you can have eight players boom oh shit okay super fun i know i never had that no i never had that experience but did you ever play starcraft i know i never really got into starcraft. interesting i still don't like rts's that much i like mobas which yeah. is interesting uh, i don't like too much uh like starcraft warcraft age of empires age of empires oh, warcraft 3 reforged coming out soon mm. yeah, yeah. that was also part of my childhood yeah yeah super fun i don't think i was allowed diablo or warcraft because uh, i think i think the imagery was too violent and my parents I can were see like diablo, diablo yeah yeah my parents were like <laughs> you're not, you're not we're and... not i'm not buying you a game called diablo yeah <laughs> <laughs> devil, and devil. They, you kill things and they explode with blood <laughs> yeah and like i remember like they looked at the back of the game and they were just nope we're not getting this yeah, pass. <laughs> go get a sports game I was like, okay i'll go get a sports game <laughs> so i went and found like nhl whatever 2006 or 5 or something so yeah no but no how come you never got into starcraft i feel like you were like starcraft i think it would too growing up i didn't really I don't know. I didn't have a computer until much later. My parents... I don't know. This is, I don't want to get into my super, like, first-generation immigrant story. <laughs> no, you don't have to. But, but just, like, yeah. No, but just as far as from an RTS standpoint, because I feel like a lot of what you do with MOBAs would transfer over, no? Or is it just that different? I get... Like, I guess... It's not even, like, OC... Everyone says everything's OC. Like, because of my OCD, I can't do this. But, like, honestly, I get really annoyed by having to select multiple units at the same time and I don't select them all. I was like, this mm. this is ruining my organization. This uh, is bothering me. Right, right, I don't right, like right. This. Like, the mechanics aren't fine-tuned enough to be like, give me my drones. Apparently it is, yeah. but still, it's it's. It's kinda... a huge. It's a super steep learning. Yeah, curve. someone someone on the internet is gonna be like, you you just suck. It's like Control F two to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, obviously Control F two, you yeah. idiot. No, but like I remember seeing stuff uh, like live streams, and you can see the the mapping of what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. and it's just. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it looks like. They're yeah. just clicking. They're just clicking. And they like measure that shit. Like action <laughs> actions per second is like or actions per minute. Yeah, APM. It's like Yeah. See, I thought that game was so chill and fun and then nope. I played online and I just thought this is the worst game ever. I hate this game so fucking much. I'm yeah. not gonna play this game again. It's just <laughs> I saw I saw a video of StarCraft recently where a guy was explaining it to like if you don't know StarCraft, this is what it's like. Uh, the, the four difficulty modes: easy, medium, hard, Korean. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood the fad of StarCraft in Korea. 
Not yeah, until like what, last year. Like chicken back to culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> but it, it's not even just StarCraft. It's just like competitive gaming. Like Overwatch is huge in Overwatch Korea. Overwatch oh, yeah. games, MOBAs, like League of Legends. Yeah. Is like caught. I don't know why Dota hasn't, but it's whatever. Um, I guess I get with StarCraft. It's not team based, so it never really intrigued right, me. Right, right. Although yeah, card games true. will get me though. I don't know why. Any like, uh, card based game, I will stare into your soul and then just like like face to face and then just beat you and, then, <laughs> and be okay with it. Like magic and stuff. Yeah, magic. I was super into any any card. Like Hearthstone. <laughs> I will stuff, stare yeah. into your soul and then just beat you. <laughs> true, true. I think I faced you in Hearthstone a few times, and I was just like, "This is this is downhill real it's quick." Not fun. <laughs> this to is lose downhill this real much. quick. <laughs> I uh, I didn't I still don't understand um, how that works in Korea why it's why it's so prevalent there I don't know I mean it's growing in America you know I, yeah. I remember the biggest talk in sports was when uh, Overwatch sold out I think Barclay Center three nights in a row and that put everybody in sports on notice because they went normal teams like no yeah. professional sports team can do that. Yeah, you like, can sell that out. <laughs> Dota sold out the Staples Center for its like world championship. Yeah, it's just like like you have professional sports teams who call that their primary stadium that can't sell that out to their home audience three nights in a row, and then you have this come up like this is huge, and that was a big changer, game changer. I'm looking at why gaming is so uh, so popular in Korea, and there's just uh, there's a lot of really tiny factors, but essentially it just it just hit. People just liked it and clinged on to it. And the the answer I got was because of StarCraft <laughs> in 1998. <laughs> okay. But I like, think gaming is just as big here, but like this, this, the sports people are holding us back. No, I'm kidding. I'm not sure. No, no, no. no. Do, 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 do you the think chads. so? It's like, the, chads, the chads are holding us back. Do you think they are? I like, don't... You know what I mean? So here's, here's a good point. Because we mentioned, I mean, I don't know Korean culture to say like there is a culture here where you know there there's this idea of why are you sitting inside and playing a video game? Go outside and do something because there's still a lot of parents. Go outside and play a video game. Exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, there's still a lot of parents that do that. But what if like parents in Korea are just like, eh, whatever? Are you winning? Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You better be winning. Do you have straight A's in Starcraft? No. Ooh, what if that's what it is? If you lose this game, you have to go outside and play with the stick. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hell of a motivator. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a hell of a motivator. Um, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, like we talked about it in an episode before, and, and I don't think we really found an answer or figured it out. But when we were growing up, I remember, like, Pokemon and video games and all that stuff. I was called, like, a nerd and a geek for it. And then you flip it around just within, like, 10 years, and now it's just everybody's about it everybody's buying i know fps's are always like the go-to number mm -hmm. one seller but everybody's mm -hmm. buying fps games everybody's buying consoles everybody's getting online like they're selling out stadiums and arenas yeah. it's just what well, like when did this when did this turn around i think and why 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 is the big thing i think we were I wish talking it was about cool it. when i was younger what i came up with was like the internet like when the internet started it was filled with nerds and then when more people started getting introduced to the internet, everybody who was there was nerds. So the people that they were spending more time with being on the internet, this cool new web, were all nerds. So their see, things, their interest rubs off. But I have a new theory as of just now. It, okay. it was just a slow burn. Like, I think it just took a, a people a while to see. To like, accept it? Yeah, like video games have been around for... 
40 years now, 35, 40 years. Mm -hmm. And like, I think it just took a while to, for people like FPSs in sports games are the lowest common denominator because it like what video games are and why they're popular is because it gives you an escape from reality and it lets you live a fantasy for a little bit. Right. So it lets you be a quarterback in an NFL team or it lets you be a hero in like a war simulation or whatever. Right, right. Do you true. think barrier of entry is like lower too? And now, yeah. now that this is a really good topic. Like just because more people may have access to consoles or right. Phones. iPhones, yeah, yeah, like literally, you can game mm. on a phone now. That's yeah, exactly. Point. Mobile gaming, like Limbo and Inside. All right, like you've been playing them and loving them. Yeah. They are on the iPhone, right? That is true. That's a good point. Well, what do you mean barrier? Like, do you think the cost is is lower or just well, the idea of having phones or something? Right. Like okay. That. So just technology is wider and yeah. reaching more. Back in the day, if you wanted to play a video game, you had to go to an arcade, which was like a nerd oh, mecca, geez. or yeah. drop four hundred dollars on an NES. True. So I mean, it's, like, I mean, I mean. Well, consoles are actually pretty cheap nowadays. They're like two, like three. Adjusting for inflation and like what they actually cost, they're the cheapest they've ever been. But right. So yes, that's another factor. But just the availability of them, phones, computers. Everybody has a computer. You can play games that's on a computer. There's tons of free games on the computer. There's that whole era of like miniclip.com and is addictinggames.com. Oh god, yeah, like that's the, high school. Yeah, yeah the high Wait, school, what? the online flash games that you can play on like the web browser. Class, like addictinggames.com. Yeah, playing, like, I've never heard of this. Like like web-based flash games. You go to a website and there's a list of 200 games that you could play. You click on one of them and you play a game in your web browser. You haven't lived. <laughs> Maybe that's the difference between me and Hong and you. Like, you're not super huge into video games, and we are. And it was addictinggames.com. See, yeah, because that's what I was going to say. When you when you said, like, oh, I connected with people over the internet. Like, I never had that because I played a lot of, like, single-player games. Yeah. But then I had parents who were, go outside and do stuff. And I was like, okay, I'll yeah. go ride my bike and play basketball and right. play street hockey. That's so. I think it comes so I had like, parents who were like, go outside, and then my neighbor would be outside, and then I would go in my neighbor's house, and we would play Halo all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I, yeah, that's the other thing. I didn't have a lot of friends in general growing up. Same. Yeah. So I was kind of an outcast. So I didn't really do... I had like maybe three friends, unless I was able to get, go to their house for a sleepover. I wasn't playing video games. When I went to their house, it was video games all night until like four in the morning. So I definitely got video games. My I definitely binged on video games when I could, but... I was part of, the, I, I'm from the, like you said, you're allowed to play video games for a little bit, but then go outside, go outside, yeah, exactly. go do stuff, go do stuff. Or Here's your little treat, now go, yeah. yeah. Now go, or it was go do chores, go rake the yard, go cut the grass, go sweep the garage, yeah. go do wash the cars, or it was go ride your bike up and down the hill with oh. people. So I was like, I definitely always, had that too. I was always kicked out. Yeah. I mean, I didn't run into another house. Like you did, where <laughs> went outside to find my connection to another inside. I didn't do that. Um, oh man, our neighborhood, we had it worked out the like Underground Railroad to like video games. <laughs> we kind of had a system. I'm not gonna lie. I was the Sony household. I was the guy in the neighborhood who had the PS1, and then eventually the PS2. My neighbor was the Xbox and the Super Nintendo. Very important because he was the only one who had a Super Nintendo. When we wanted that retro kick, we would play RoboCop or Aladdin or Lion King or whatever on the Super Nintendo. Uh, and then my other friend was like the modern Nintendo, the GameCube, Smash Brothers, Mario yeah. Kart. Um, and we all had PCs, so we would every once in a while lug our towers to each other's house and stuff like that. You know what's funny? I don't like outside. Like, I grew up doing, <laughs> like, playing in the lake, making bridges and dams and making forts and 
like watching my i wasn't i was too scared to shoot his uh air gun but shooting air guns at trees and targets and making ramps for skateboards and yeah. bikes i was doing all this outdoorsy 90s shit but now that i'm older it's just like i'm outside it's hot and there's bugs everywhere this yeah, is no, like a temporary thing <laughs> for me to get to another place have like, you seen the subreddit outside no it's, it's i've a, never heard of this subreddit it's a outside. subreddit that describes the outside world as a video game <laughs> so like <laughs> like someone will take a picture and it's like pretty foggy it's like oh the render distance sucks today <laughs> that's amazing um yeah, i just went to a sad place but now that you're talking about kids now the outside's <laughs> probably not the best place so a lot of yeah. the kids are saying inside now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a really good point. Like parents get, probably don't like go run around the neighborhood. They're like, I don't trust these people yeah, anymore. Yeah, I don't trust the neighborhood. Play with your friends online. It's safer. Yeah, that's a good point because we, I didn't have that. Uh, like I remember the worst case scenario was if you break a bone and you come home crying and your parents are mad. That's like that, that happened to me. So like that's like the worst thing that could have happened. Even after 9-11, it was just come home when the sun goes down yeah like that's all it was it was just go outside and play come home when the sun goes down and that's kind of the only real rule but we didn't have school shootings i didn't worry about any of this you know what it is like you said i think everybody has access to the worst shit going on in the world and you can see all this horrible shit happening yeah and that's a very good point yeah i think a lot more scary stuff has been brought into the light so people think the world is getting more scary? It might not be. That was my... Yeah, I'm not sure if it is or isn't. We could just see more scary. Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, I mean, school shootings are up. That's... That's I mean, a fact. I mean, we had... That's a fact. I mean, we had, what, one when we were growing up? And then and then if you want to count, like, Virginia Tech... Yeah. We had two. Which, in the span that's of, when I was in college, I think. Yeah, that was yeah. in college. So that was in the span of, like, 10 years, 15 yeah. years. So that was it. And then it was nothing for a while. So I yeah, guess... Yeah, there was Columbine... And then there was Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tech. And like, I don't, I can't even remember the names of all the other ones now. That's evolved. Like there's there was so Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook was close to us. Yeah. Well, there's so many. That was more recent. Right? Yeah. Maybe my adult. Yeah. That was when I was out of college. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, no. So, I mean, that that's a very good point. I never thought of that. That's a very good point. What? You why wait. can't uh, video games, right? And why people are spending more time in video games. Well, outside is a scary place. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's that's kind of like that makes a lot of especially with the parenting today. Yeah, like you hear all these helicopter parents who are very overprotective about their kids, and it's just what is a helicopter parent? It's just a parent who hovers within a kid's life to make sure that oh, they're okay. safe throughout everything. My my entire culture. No. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't know what the helicopter analogy brought to the table in that. So like the hovering. You never heard of that? No, I thought it was just like the. <laughs> like a parent like, like, just coming berating their child they're flying over they always have ride of the valkyries playing with their iphone in their pocket exactly no it's not that it's it's just when parents are just i prefer my parent to be a medevac there's also i think like the reason fortnite is so weirdly popular Mm. is because that is it was the perfect game to just like infect the children that like their parents the babysitter for their kids is an ipad or an iphone yeah it's like uh shut up here like i know this makes you shut up just go away and that game is free they don't need to ask their parents for money it's on the iPhone. It's on the iPad. It's on every system that they could have, and it was just—it's perfect. It's just, yep. It's colorful. It's fun. It grabs your attention. Gives you little tiny rewards here and there. There's this when you win. It's like, oh my god, I'm a god. 
You know what's a big one that I, I talk to a lot of parents about at my job that they actually like their kids playing mm-hmm. is uh, Minecraft. Hell yeah. Because it's a, it's to, to them, adult it's, Legos is what I call it. Yeah, video it, it's, game Legos. it's virtual Legos. And yeah. they're, they're just like, wow, my kid built a city. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and him and his friends have pigs. Like yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> they, they have like, a pig farm. Yeah, they, and they're just like, wow, this is cool. I remember one guy, one dad was just saying, yeah, I play Minecraft now. Because yeah. my son invited me into his world and I help him build things. And I, yeah. like, I tell him structurally how one things of my, are built. One of the uh, guys who I play D&D with, he's a dad. And he has a, a server that he runs with his three kids. <laughs> like, it's the three <laughs> kids and him and, like, a couple of their friends from school. Yeah. But he's, like, he shows us updates every once in a while. Like, he'll build things that are, like, uh, inspired by our D&D thing. But then, like, in the background, we'll see his kids, like, crazy rainbow tower or whatever. <laughs> no, this goes back to what Hong said. I as as a like right now as a parent, I would feel way happier if I'm just by just thinking, yeah, my kids are all spread throughout the house building stuff together on us and like on their own server. Yeah, they're talking to each other. They're cooperating. They're here. It's yeah. during the house skills. Yep. It's like teamwork they're, skills. Yeah, yeah. And it feels their, like they're outside. Yeah, and but I know they're safe. <laughs> yeah, here in the house. Yep, I know where they are. I know what they're doing. Compared to back in the day, it was oh we're gonna go to the football game. It's like no drinking. Like, you know, like that was the thing, you know, like, yeah, growing up. Oh, no cigarettes and no drinking and be yeah, home by nine. It was don't be stupid. And now it's hide from everyone. Yeah. <laughs> everyone else is stupid all the time. Yeah. And now parents are just be are just thinking, oh, come on, like, come put it down when you come eat dinner. Like, that's the kind of. Yeah. That's the, kind of the big thing. Like, think about how many like Xfinity always has these commercials. Just turn off the Wi-Fi for everybody so everybody could just so nobody can get distracted by electronics. Yeah. So just cut off your Wi-Fi for 30 minutes. Yeah, like and the then have no dinner. phones at the table. Yeah. And you see it just like, boop, and they just kill Wi-Fi. And then it's just, oh, hey, man. everybody, you're forced to interact. God, imagine <laughs> being like in the middle of like an, a Fortnite game. It's down to like four people and you're one of them. And then. Time for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is the because this is with PUBG too, right? What is this Apex giant Legends. appeal and or Apex? Like, yeah, what's the just came you know what game kicked off this whole fad of battle royale? Minecraft. Really? Yeah, they had a, a huh? Really? Yeah, okay. they had a Minecraft uh, servers. It was the Minecraft Hunger Games, is what the servers were called, and it was it, well. I mean, really, it's literally the Hunger Games. If so, I think compared to some Hunger Games, no video games. It's the Hunger. That's games. a good point. That's Hunger good Games, point. which is based off a movie called Battle Royale, show. which is a That's... Japanese movie taking a full circle. Oh, That's wow. why the genre is called Battle Royale. Cultural appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> We did it. We got we your back, it. Japan. Yeah. <laughs> you can keep your burritos. <laughs> We're taking Battle We got right. your Battle Royale. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, Minecraft made uh, Hunger Games service, and I used to play on them, and they were super fucking fun, because you would join, and you would load, and you would load, and you could, like, explore the world a little bit, and you could see, like, oh, there's a chest over here, but, like, it would start... And it would like run a line of code and it'd be like randomize everything in the chest, hide this one, hide that one, blah, blah, blah. And you would start like in the Hunger Games, like there would be 12 of you or 100 of you or whatever, all facing each other in a circle. It'd be like three, two, one, go. And everybody would just scatter, which is like different from um, the way it is now where everybody drop in on this huge map and get all clumped together. And I think in the Minecraft Hunger Games server, eventually as the thing went on, as the game went on, you would get like arrows to like where the nearest person is so like it would just bring you closer together hmm. you would want to win it wouldn't force you closer together. is it because it's free that's what got it so big or because it's it's free it's you're playing you're playing you it's 
it's not the same thing over and over again, although it is, but it's like over a, a 20 minute game. Like Battle Royale games last 20 minutes. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't last so long. And when you're knocked out, you just leave and start another game. So you're not exactly. stuck in this like repetitive. Because like, that's a, a lot of, I love, again, MOBAs, like League of Legends, stuff like that. But I know a lot of our, my friends' complaints are games can last like 30 to 40 minutes. And I feel like I would want to, I've, I've lost already after like 20 and I wish I could just leave. Yeah, exactly. But like, so in I've never played a MOBA. I tried. Or um, what's the Blizzard one? Uh, Heroes of the Storm. I tried Heroes of the Storm. And I played like the tutorial and a couple online things. I'm like, nah, this isn't for me. I knew it wasn't for me. I thought I'd give it a shot. It's definitely not for me. But like 20 minutes into it, when like you've lost and you wish you could just leave, it's just you're so far behind. There's no way you could catch up. That's what you're talking about, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. It's not like you're dead and you just have to watch the rest of the game play out. Right. That that'd be like if you were in a battle royale, you died and you had to watch the entire thing. That's what people <laughs> feel like a MOBA is. Yeah. Well, that, I was gonna say I feel like because I I was Pong actually got me into Heroes of the Storm, uh, like last like two years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the the thing with the MOBA for me that was fun was when I faced computers because the risk wasn't there. The yeah. second there was with people and especially when you watch. Like any kind of MOBA tournament, yeah. Because I've I've seen it. It's it's like nail biting because if you fuck up, exactly. It's, it's not like a little like, oops, I'll spawn and we'll get it back. It's just you watch this one thing happen and then everything just starts to collapse in front of you, and it's just this mad scramble. To like, no, 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 no. It's a death spiral. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's just trying to prevent. It's like who fucks up first, and the first person to fuck up, it's now an entire thing of. How do you climb out of this hole yeah. that's quickly beginning to... And it's not always fuck up. Like, it's sometimes someone makes a really good play. Oh, and it's like, I'm, oh, true. shit, that was really good. And, true. like, the other person was still playing really well, but, like, that was just such a good move or something like that. Yeah. Where Overwatch is, like, you could fuck up. Like, they could get a team kill, and you could just come back the right way and, like, take it back and stop yeah. the payload. Or so something. that's why I don't get a stress playing over because I love playing Overwatch online. I can't do MOBAs online because I'm terrified of screwing up mm-hmm. because it's different. I mean, you can honk and give way more experience about this. But I feel like if I fuck up in a MOBA, I just fucked my team. In Overwatch, just everybody can just be like, fall back, fall back, retreat, retreat, yep. whatever. Let's just wait, th- like, 10 seconds and we can just go right back in there. Unless, like, you really fuck up. <laughs> like... <laughs> Right? Am I wrong in that assessment, or mm, kind of to the? Yeah, 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 absolutely for the lower ones. I think like I they make Overwatch to the set point where you have that um, overtime and everything at the end. They yeah. want that nail biting yeah, sense, yeah, or they, yeah. they yeah. want the back and forth. Exactly. Um, I think this is where I think Dota is a really good MOBA, but I won't get into that because does it, they, they, does they, it come down to like the Overwatch like always comes down to the wire it, it gives you a lot of opportunities to like if you die you can pay money not actual real life money like in game <laughs> like like your gold that you farmed to get back into the game so there's ways to like buy back in for your yeah. mistakes okay um where things like league you just sit there for 30 seconds and, and does it uh so like does it is it have like a little bit of a rubber band effect like you could only buy these things when you die or whatever, and they're like boosts. yeah, you can always well you, yeah. There's a lot of rubber banding the, in that game. Yeah. Um, this is why the tournaments for is really good because you also have a button that you can click on your team that like freezes all your towers so people can't attack them. Mm. So like someone really messes up, you could just like yeah, you could just you can't attack my structures. Interesting. Oh okay okay. Games are cool. Yeah. <laughs> They are, and it's weird because I was looking up today, I was looking up, uh, what is it, like, like highest ranked games for Xbox One, mm-hmm. 
because I was thinking, oh, you know, eventually I'm going to want, probably want to play a different game. And uh, I remember, I forget the name of the game. It's some Japanese game where you're like a wolf and you're running around and you're painting things. Um, I think Okami. Okami? Yeah, there you go. Okami HD. Mm-hmm. I, was, I saw that and they were they were saying this is one of the best games ever made mm-hmm. uh, and of all time. <laughs> like, blah. It's like a 9.6 or something. Yeah. It's like 15 bucks brand new. You guys should, you should totally buy it. And I was looking into it and I was thinking... Like a, I can't believe it's fifteen bucks for this game that everybody says is supposedly. It originally so came out on the PS2. It's it, that old. Yeah. What? Yeah. Mm, I believe. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Well, um, like, and it's weird because I always thought fun games for me had to be this thrilling, I'm getting pumped up kind of game like FPSs are, like Overwatch or something, yeah. uh, or it's just a, it's a long form RPG like Red Dead, Mass Effect. Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, something that literally makes you feel like you've lived another lifetime. Yeah. Like a fantasy world. Exactly. But there's games that I've begun begun to get into just because of the style of it. Like uh, uh, Inside. Inside, Limbo, Limbo, uh, Child of Light. Uh, Child of Light is beautiful. Yeah. I remember I bought that game just because I loved how it looked. Yeah. I didn't give a fuck about All the, the graphics are actually hand-painted. Yeah, and I was just thinking, wow, I can't believe this is a game. Okami got my interest because I was I, I, I saw it and I just, the, I don't even see the cover art. It's a lot. It's like a vomit of color. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, I don't know what the hell this game is. And then I watched it and I was thinking, oh wow, this game is so pretty. Yeah. And that's why, and it's weird because I don't know when this shift happened. Where I started wanting a game just because it looked good. Not like high realistic detail, but yeah. just no. The art is so different. Interesting. This is pretty freaking cool. Yeah. There was I mean? a MoMA exhibit like last year. Video like, games. The, yeah. The really. Museum That's of Modern awesome. Art. Yeah. It was just about art in video games. Yeah. And picking out games like that that had its own unique style. Oh, that's sick. There is a game. I don't know if it's on Xbox. It's called Unfinished Swan, where the only thing it's a puzzle game. But it's also just like a, it's a story. Like you're playing through a story. So kind of like Limbo or uh, Inside. It's very minor. Like it's more just you're enjoying the the short little ride it gives you. Right. But uh, it's called Unfinished Swan. It's a game that it starts off and it's just pure white. And it doesn't tell you to do anything. But if you press pretty much any of the buttons, because all you can do is throw paintballs. Um, like blobs of paint you throw a blob of paint and it smacks on a wall and you're like oh okay and then you realize you could turn the camera and you're actually in a 3d space it's just everything's completely whited out and you can't see anything and you have to paint the walls to like see the see room things. that you're in uh, cool. and the whole game is like you're painting the environment so you could see what the environment is and then like you'll see that there's like a seesaw and to like get up to this thing you have to put something heavy on the seesaw and like get up the thing oh, but it's okay. very cool but okay. then there's also like don't want to spoil too much but there's a level where everything's like black and you can shoot water and it washes off the black so you have to like wash away the thing so you can see the environment and stuff like that mm, okay. it's very cool it's like it's an art game right right would you say portal was an art game or is portal just a puzzle game Portal, i almost look at like a movie like it's so well written and okay. it's like there's like a three-act structure in both of them uh, I love Portal. Portal's a too. fantastic game. If you haven't played Portal, go. Yeah, you. Ha- it it's like on the, like I've never played a video game. Play these ten video games. Portal one and two are both on that list. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a very good list. That so here's a question. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. Especially because he plays mobas, this is a really good question. Mm-hmm. I think. Do you think the rating of games should be based on the accessibility of playability? 
So somebody, for example, who doesn't have fast reflexes, somebody who doesn't have the mental capacity to calculate the algorithms within a high stakes game. Do you think that should come into play or the accessibility factor of you can take limbo at your own pace or portal at your own pace? You know what I mean? I think it's so different. You can't really rate games like you can movies. Like movies, there's a standardized rating system. A movie is good or bad because it does this, it does that, blah, blah, blah. The acting is good. The music is good. The editing is good. The story is good. It's beautiful to look at, yada, yada, yada. But like a video game is, there's so many different websites that review games in different ways because you kind of have to. Right. Like. I'm not going to look up that League of Legends gets a 9 out of 10. I'm not going to love that game. Like, there ha- it has, there's probably a website that rates it based on its accessibility. I think it's important. I mean, no one saw me, but I was, like, cringing the entire time <laughs> we were asking that question. Because I realized that I'm that, you know, that douchebag that likes these games. Because I said that I love hard <laughs> games. Right? Yeah. And I love, like, these types of games where there's this huge, like, I, I, I want to say, it's not like, a, it is a barrier of entry. But there's a game design term for it. I can't think of it right now. Where there's this, like, this whole library of things that you should know before mm. you start playing it. Because, like, I think of, like, a card game or the same idea with a MOBA where, like, if I know the, the like, all the cards that exist in the game, then I'll be better off playing the game because no one could surprise right. me with something. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of idea where there's this whole, like, library of knowledge that you should have in a MOBA to fully enjoy it. And I'm that asshole now that I realize that I like these games that have this ridiculous like accessibility. It's like, a barrier. high barrier of entry. Yeah. yeah. Sharp learning barrier. curve. Yeah. Right? It's, and it's that kinda... actually might be why you're starting to get more into games because you kind of have this base knowledge of like, okay, Overwatch and like these other games that you've played, Red Dead. It's like, now I could start exploring these weird arty games and yeah. stuff like that. Well, th- oh, since you play Overwatch, I'll pose the same thing. It's like, like if you just, someone just started playing Overwatch, if they didn't know what all the the heroes were, oh, they would be like, yeah. "Who's this like bitch that's like going invisible?" You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, you exactly. feel like cheated <laughs> that you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Why is this Indian chick still hitting me? She's <laughs> yeah. not even aiming at me. That's a good point. That's There's a very no good one point. around. Why are these eyeballs on the wall shooting at me? Are they on my team? Yeah. They hear, they hear Hanzo yell whatever he's whatever he yells in Japanese. Like, yeah. what is that? Why is this angry Japanese guy? Oh, dragons! <laughs> this giant thing. <laughs> Pop to the wall. How do I shoot a dragon? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a yeah, good point. Exactly. That's a good point. It's lesser in those games because what do you have like? I guess it's now it's more. It's like maybe like sixteen to twenty. I think Overwatch. I don't know how many there are anymore. I'm there are twenty five. Baptiste okay. just came out. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I can't you're, wait. You're a fan. Yeah. yeah, everything I've seen of him so far. I haven't oh, have played, played him yet. No, I don't like him. You played him? Oh yeah, I, I played him. I don't like him because he doesn't. He has a junk rat style heal so mm-hmm. i shoot a grenade and it heals okay. you i know he's like on the like mechanics where you shoot people to heal them yep. but it's junk rat speed and it's like splash damage yeah so i'm just like, like a lobs like lobs a, a ball character. yeah, so yeah. Like splunk 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 and that's the speed it's he not like, heals you with his splunk yeah <laughs> There's like, it's very healing it's not but it's not like it's not like like splunk 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 it's yeah. like splunk splunk splunk, <laughs> splunk. and yeah. even even his primary fire is a triple burst so it's Ta-da-ta. Ta-da-ta. It's slow. Ta-da-ta. Like the time between Everything when you could slow. shoot again. Everything is slow. But he has he has such a wide range of things he could do. And that uh, yeah. immortality bubble Field. or whatever. Oh, I've seen so many plays already where it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, Why I've is seen that even so in the many, game? I've seen so many plays. It happened to me. Uh, Diva did Diva's thing. Yep. Uh, immortality Field. Oh, I'm safe. 
and then good. I, I ran i like i like moved out of the field after the the her ability was over the mech came down and crushed me because i was outside the field <laughs> that's so good i was thinking awesome it's fucking awesome that's really cool because it leaves you with like barely any health it's yes. like you won't die i did not say you will not get hurt yeah exactly well, exactly it's one of those i haven't looked at his mechanics it, so it's one of those things where you can't drop below zero or below one, I, mean. I think it's like 10 percent of whatever yeah, your character's so like, health is you survive with 60 health left and yeah but he's at, but at you're 60. alive like that yeah. 60 health can it feels like mercy's old ult where like diva's bomb would come in and be like yeah we got a team kill yeah those are some of my favorite characters and like the mobas that i play so yeah i, I see that as a mechanic yeah. where they can't die yeah exactly yeah. and as his ult is he puts up this wall that everything that goes through it from your team gets amplified so if you shoot through it your bullet does double damage if you heal oh. through it it does double healing yeah which is crazy i saw a orisa Alt with a soldier, alt with a Baptiste, alt with yeah. a mercy boost. <laughs> yeah, it was just, he just was, melted the whole team just, in like two seconds. Like, bam, 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 like one bullet per person just took out everybody. You're McCree now. Yeah, like what is yeah, the, or McCree, what is yeah. the damage multiplication there? <laughs> like I don't, doing 2.5 damage on everybody. I don't know. It was, it was. It was brutal. Does anyone have that YouTube channel yet? Do I need to make that? What? There's some. There's they're they're there for like Destiny, all the other FPS like games where someone just does the math on yeah. multiplication. Oh, like, this yeah. is this is his damage. This is his damage with this. This is damage. They just literally just do the math. In high school, we used to watch like Call of Duty MythBusters. Yeah, was the name exactly. of a channel, and it was like, can you um can you dive over a noob tube or over a, a javelin rocket or whatever? And then someone would like shoot a javelin, and the other guy would do like the I forget how you used to dive in the old Call of Duty, but you would be sprinting and you would jump and press crouch while you're in there. So you'd be sprinting and you would jump and you would crouch and the javelin would go like just under him. It's like, really? you can <laughs> jump over the rocket launcher. <laughs> I never heard of that channel. I never knew that was a thing. I mean, it's, I'm going to do that for over. No, yeah. <laughs> they, were, Dude, they were super you, interesting. You would have a if lot of hits. Exist, yeah. You would have a lot of hits. I mean, that's an interesting question. I would love to just do the Like, no, I don't even play the game. I was like, that'd be a fun thing to figure out. There were so many cool things that came out of that Call of Duty Mythbusters. Like, can you get a team kill from one sniper bullet? And they like lined up the entire team. Like everyone's head. <laughs> yeah. Shot at their heads. And it does like it killed four of them and then did like half damage to the fifth person. And the sixth person was fine. It's like, what? They measure that? <laughs> Like the game is programmed to be able to go through four and a half heads. <laughs> That's crazy. Right. But like you, that would never happen in a game, but no. they programmed it. No. So if someone lined up six people, it's like, no, 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 no. We'll give you four and a half. <laughs> I feel like um, the learning curve becomes a thing. Like going back to what you said with uh, like, like just how steep it is. Call of Duty was fun mm. until people started doing stupid shit. And it was just like, this is not fun. People who are running around with sniper rifles and able to headshot people. Yeah. Oh. No scoping. Or my build in Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2 was whatever the thing to make you sprint indefinitely and extra fast. And I had the tactical knife. So I'd run around with a deagle and like the knife. Yeah, like he would do the cross arms yeah. and the knife would just be facing you. And I would just run around <laughs> on mic just going pop. 
<laughs> and I would just be stabbing people so fast. They'd be like shooting at me and I'd just zigzag and stab them in the face. <laughs> exactly. Or throwing knives or something like that. Yeah. Just people who could throw knives across a room. It's just like... This or is... there, was, there was a build that you could do where one of your abilities where you, you could throw down a, an ammo pack uh, and I would get whatever gun, didn't matter, and then the noob tube. And then the, what is the noob tube? It's a, a grenade launcher, oh, an yeah, under yeah, yeah. barrel grenade launcher. Oh, it's it all coming like, back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and just you didn't even have to Splunk. aim; just aim into a Splunk. window and you would spawn people Splunk. to death. Yeah, um, and then you would get the there was a perk that gave you like extra ammo, which gave you like two extra shots, and then you would get the ammo pack. So you would put it down, fire, fire, reload, fire, fire, and as you're firing, two more just keep getting add to you. <laughs> And then by the time that cooldown thing, you'd be like, oh, I'm out of ammo. Good thing I got another ammo bag. <laughs> <laughs> and you would just camp in a window and thunk, 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 thunk. See, that, that's, that goes back to the learning curve. It's just, it was fun until those people came until in. Until one guy on YouTube put a video online of how it's to either, get unlimited new tube. Right. It's, I don't know. What? Like, like, the, like, like the learning curve? I mean, no, no. There's, there's trolls. And I'll just put them in a separate category. Like people who are just actually just trolling. Wait, what do you like, mean? Like really bad things. But there's gonna dive into a little game design maybe mm-hmm. there are people that like want to play to win their way you know what i mean there's people that want to yeah. play the meta which is cool and then there's people that want to win but they want to win their own way yeah yeah they want to win by being tactical and like doing the right thing not versus looking up all the stats online and seeing like oh if we have these four characters mixed with each other uh, and blah blah blah. And oh, these are like this. the four best, right? Let's just yeah, use exactly. Let's just like, keep... no, but the like the the eighth one down the list is my personal favorite. Exactly. I'm just gonna keep playing that until one. I get really good that you can't even beat me with the best. Yeah, what do you mean? Explain to me. So, like, give an example. Every time a new character is in- introduced to Overwatch, right. they release a patch where they uh, they nerf uh, Somebody soldier or... and they buff Roadhog. Right. Everybody whoop, pivots to Roadhog. Where right. it's just like, no, I like, I still like Torbjorn, so I, I don't care what you did. I'm going to play the, as Torbjorn. I'm the play your way guy. So, like, no matter what, like, anytime I pick up Overwatch, the very rare times I'll pick up Overwatch with you, like, if I have time to, like, play it, I'll always play Ana because she's my favorite. Right. I don't care if she's, like, good or not or she's meta or not. I'll always play fun. her. She's always been meta, but I'm, yeah. Meta, though, for you, that's good. I, that's I good. for the most part, play my own way. Unless it's a bad idea. Like, like <laughs> you're playing the worst character in the game right now. Yeah, okay. I understand. I mean, I think... So this goes into the whole flex battle. At least if you talk about a game like Overwatch where you select a character. Where it's like, I, I appreciate how much you love playing Farah. I love how well you're doing. They're killing you every time you go in the air. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, you gotta tw- you switch. Got, you gotta switch off. And, and that's just, not even really playing the meta. That's just, you're, you, that's a bad idea. What yes. you're doing. <laughs> you are not being tactical. And then there's a fine line between like this person's just trying to play their own way and be tactical versus you're just trolling and being terrible. Yeah. Like, I don't oh, know what that okay. line is between like you're actually purposely feeding the enemy team versus like, you're actively trying to be good at this one person that you're trying to be good at. Yeah. The way I would play Symmetra. Whew, man. It would be. Have you tried the new Symmetra? A little bit. She's not the same. She's not my oh. old troll the shit out of the other team Symmetra, where I would just set up the you car washes. Oh, no. Yeah, like uh, um, King's Row. The when you're defending on King's Row, the one that's dark in England and the the brick yeah, yeah. streets. They're coming through. There's that the stone gates, the brick gates, right the and there's the broken here. right before the first paint, the first point. Oh, you mean like, they're oh, getting yeah. to oh, yeah, the first yeah, point. Okay. Six turrets. You can't get through. And if you do get through, I just <laughs> microwave you to death. <laughs> what was and your I, alt? 
Uh, her ult at the time was teleporter. Really? And then it switched to teleporter or shield generator. Or shield gen, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But the, it would be the teleporter that brings you from your spawn to wherever it is. Right, right. Which is just like, there's no 30 second times right. to get to the point anymore. That's a good point. That's it's a good like, point. We're dead. We're back five seconds later. That's a good point. Um, That's why they changed quick play, by the way. Well, why did because they? like there are people like doing quick play where that you can have multiple of the same champions. Yeah, people would just put like six symmetras, <laughs> and then you have like thirty six turrets, and you'd just wall. be walking into a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man, I, lo- I loved Symmetra, and like so back to what he's doing. Like if you know enough about the game, you know how to just cheese the game and be a shitty person, like on King's Row or whatever. Like sure, being the Symmetra was dumb and like tongue-in-cheek like a bitch can't get through my car wash but uh there are worse things to do like you could be a bastion with an orissa shield and, a and then shield. yeah and then just <laughs> healing and like you can't get touched it's not even fun it's right. just like this isn't a very sportsmanlike way to play but you can't beat us so that's a good point and that's that so and that's also the difference between the noob tube with the ammo pack and the running around really fast stabbing people because it's like running around stabbing people i was totally open like right. i would be running down a hallway and someone could just pop, 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 pop. you're dead now okay bye but yeah. then i would just come back and run and kill you versus the noob tube is like you can't get to where i am to kill me and i can kill you from anywhere without trying very hard I don't know. I guess that's like just internet, like uh, unspoken rule, maybe. What? Because like nothing's preventing them from doing that, right? No one's preventing you yeah. from doing the Arisa Bastion, like whatever strat, right? Yeah. It's just, I mean, the developers made it that way, right? So it's not yeah. their fault for using it. But you're then, just kind of like it's it's unfun. Yeah, exactly. But then like the unwritten rule almost becomes written because then they change, like they make edits to the game to make that not work. Like, uh, Bastion, before the game launched in the beta, Bastion had a, like, a Reinhardt slash Orisa slash Winston style, like, that see-through shield in front of him. Yeah. So he's completely open from behind, but you go into a corner, and you cannot get hit. And it was... that pretty quick, didn't it? Yeah. And I got to play that version of the game, because when I went to PAX East, they had a, uh, an Overwatch booth. And I'm like, this doesn't seem fair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a good point. I mean... I always feel like, like, what's the MOBA equivalent of that? Like, do you deal with that in MOBAs? I'm sure Where it's like, something. this thing is fucking OP. It's cheese to just do this. Yeah, I get. I mean, they patch those real quick, though. Yeah. They don't really and also in MOBAs, yeah. can't you ban characters? You can ban so characters. So, like, if there's a really shitty meta. So, like, if there yeah. is... Wait, what? You can yeah. ban characters? So, like, when Not the round five, starts... Usually, this, like, the kind of the trend for all MOBAs is five things get banned on each side. I thought that was just tournament rules. I mean, you, you can, can do that. Cho- but you like, can opt into tournament rules, and people, a lot of people, uh, only play with the tournament rules for that reason. Yeah. Oh. So you go through a round of choose five people that the enemy team cannot play us. So like, if there is a really shitty meta where like, oh, we found out this Bastion and Orisa combination. Imagine if you could ban Bastion and Orisa. And both teams will do it. Like I, either team will get yeah. there first. Or like Bastion's banned. No one's playing Bastion this game. And is it? Is it banning the character from both sides? Yeah. Like, neither of us can mm-hmm. play as Bastion? Neither can. Neither yeah. Is that can. fun? It can well, be fun. It's, well, it, it be, I can assume, only assume... That, wait, is that tournament rules for overall? That doesn't exist yet, That doesn't right? exist. No, well, no, I no, assume no. when they get to, like, 50, you know, heroes, yeah. then they'll want to start banning things. Um, but when it's Maybe a small just, like, one or two characters. Really, 
and it also with like uh league how many characters are in league over a hundred yeah it it's too hard to balance all those things like a lot of times what they do in overwatch it's like oh bastion's a piece of shit we won't (laughs) (laughs) nerf bastion we'll like make a couple other characters we'll tweak their abilities so they can just melt bastion if they needed to you can also ban things just to have a good time. Like, I like a certain champion, and I know, like, it has an incredibly poor matchup with another one. I'll just ban the other one. <laughs> so I can just have fun being me, because my counter is now yeah. banned. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, imagine if you could, like, play as Farah. You love playing as Farah, but you, you, <laughs> you think ban the, all the... The enemy all cannot be McCree or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's Okay. So that's another way you can play it. But I think a lot of the times, it's kind of like giving the community a way to deal with the shitty metas well, that that's exist. When, like, well, th- then the whole meta game of winning the game before the game even starts with those games is um, banning things as a team to the point where you mind tr- fuck the like opponent, uh, the enemy team, to allowing you to have those picks. Like it'd be one of those things where you realize that they don't have any hit scan and you've banned out the hit scan. And then your last pick is Farah, and they're just like, "Oh, I didn't see this coming, and now yeah. I don't. I, this, it's, <laughs> it's not possible for me to ever have hit scan." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then it becomes okay. a really interesting metagame before the game even starts. To you set it. them up like you're in a no-win situation now. Yeah. But is it possible to still win? I mean, there's like, 150 have you characters. Oh, there are, there are times where they, people say that you won in champ select. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Is the phrase. Like, you won in champ select. <laughs> but, like, and that's the other thing. Like, sh- there, sure, there are tons of other characters that can completely destroy that team that you've made. But there's so many characters, you can't be good at all of them. So there's, oh, that's they're point. not good enough at all of those characters to be able to confidently pick them and beat you with them. Ah, it's like, oh, I can't do hit scan, so I can't counter fair. 150 of them. Yeah, yeah it's like, like maybe fucked. they'll leave McCree in there be like, I fucking suck at McCree. I won't even be able to hit her. Yeah. It's cool. Oh, shit. That's... Actually, I don't know how that would work. Now that's fascinating to think about, like, banning stuff in a game. But, well, because in Overwatch, you can switch characters mid-game. Yeah. You yeah. can't do that in the games that I Oh, play. that's true. Yeah. Because, yeah, you pick the characters and that's who you're playing that's with until the game's the over. And you're, you're committed. Oh, that's, imagine not being able to switch in Overwatch. That wouldn't be or, fun. Or, like, if you could <laughs> switch, but, like, certain Ooh. ones are disabled because of ban. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, but, like, that's... That would the, be so stressful. That rubber band effect that makes the games fun until the very last minute happens because of switching characters. Switching. Yeah, like oh shit, this isn't working. Let's change up our team. There, like six new people come out. I was like, oh yeah. shit, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, there's a reaper. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good point. I never thought of that. Yeah, I never thought of that. Have you been playing more? Because you said you were gonna play, get back into it. I played a little bit, but my girlfriend and her coworkers booted up a Minecraft server. Gotta gotta do that. Anytime there's people willing to play Minecraft with me, I hop back in. I just go balls deep back into Minecraft. Did you ever play Minecraft? Not really. I no? love it. And it never gets old. They keep sprinkling in little add-ons. Like, I started playing from, like, 2008 or whenever it came out. Like, I played when it was an alpha. And it said alpha version blah 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 on the screen all the time. And you couldn't get rid of it like a watermark. Um... I paid like eight bucks for Minecraft back when it was an alpha <laughs> and they just slowly kept ramping up the price until it's like $26 now, but they let you still play it. I originally bought it. My friend tried to get me into Minecraft. I hated it. Mm-hmm. I hate it because if you never played it, it's just, 
I was like, what is this? It's like 80s graphics. And that's the like the am I definition doing? of you need to read a library book before you're ready to play that game. Oh, yeah. He, he, he's like making things like, how the fuck did you get an axe? And he's like, oh, I just, he's like, oh, I, I, I just got I the stuff I need. punched the tree. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I made a table. I was like, why is the tree not falling? He was like, it doesn't fall. He's like, in it, like punching up. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? So, uh, so, uh, I, and it's all like this huge. I had no idea. I was like, "Can I swim?" He's like, "Yeah, you could swim. Don't I, drown." Yeah, exactly. I was like, "I didn't. I know no indication of air being a thing in this world until I swam. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what skeletons were and like caves. And I heard growling, and I was like, "Yo, what is that?" He goes, "Oh, get away from that." I was like, "I don't know what the hell it is. Where is it? I can't see shit. But like, I don't have a torch." This weird green bush hissing at me. Oh, that's gonna explode like, now. Yeah, exactly. Just. <laughs> and yeah so like none of it's explained so i don't know how to do anything and he's like i got a better axe I was like how the fuck did you make a better axe i literally when i was getting into it i had i had it up on my computer full screen and i had my ipad with the the minecraft wiki next to me oh, so i'd be shit. like what is that block <laughs> <laughs> okay okay yeah. um you know what got me like got me to appreciate it was not just the soundtrack but it mm. was when he took me into one of his worlds he already made so he was like, oh, I have a house. I have a farm. Yeah. I like, this is what we, can be done. And I remember thinking, whoa, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, do you want a house? And I was like, sure. <laughs> How do I do that? He was like, let's go dig dirt. And I was like, okay. So like, I just like punching <laughs> holes in the ground. So it was just, once I saw what you could do with it, and then he took me in it. And then it was weird because it was just us in the same room, like just this far distance as Hong and I. Yeah. I'm on a computer. He's on a computer. We're having beers. Just quiet. Just yeah. Just all you hear is like the sound of punching trees and and the beautiful music they have. Oh, and we're so having some good. beers. And then if, like every once in a while, he tells me, "Don't do that. That's bad." Or do this. This is how you do this. Or yeah. go follow me here. Just just follow me. Just follow me. Just and it was really peaceful. And I was like, I think I get this. I think I understand why people like Minecraft. It's just a really peaceful game. It's very peaceful. But then like, there's so much you can do. You could build a portal to hell. And there's a hell that exists in Minecraft where there's just monsters everywhere. Uh, and then you could find a portal to the end, which is like this weird, like, uh, uh, like limbo-ish place where there's a dragon that you have to kill. <laughs> and that's like the end of the game because it takes, there's so many resources you have to collect to even get there. And you have to prepare so much. Like you have to get all the best armor and the best weapons. And you have to enchant the shit out so, of yourself. So, so how do you, and this is... <laughs> no, you like that question like how do you beat this game yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is the end of the game technically beating that dragon you kill the dragon and it uh, opens up a portal to go back once it, by the way once you go to that place where the dragon is you cannot leave until you kill the dragon or die um so you realize minecraft was a game that you couldn't beat yeah they i remember when they they added that they added like one more patch where they cleaned up a little things and then they added like one or two more features and then 1.0 came out that's when they called it 1.0 when it was out of beta is when there was finally credits you kill the dragon a portal opens up so you go back in you go into that portal and like this weird story comes up about this guy who basically spends too much time inside and he eventually um goes outside and he loves it and he never comes back inside again so it's kind of the moral of the story is hey stop playing minecraft go outside (laughs) (laughs) you've been in this game too long like go outside it's four in the morning yeah (laughs) um but uh yeah and then credits roll that's good that to know there's can, an end, because yeah. I'm with Hong. I thought there was no end, and that was kind of why I thought the game was pointless. But I was then, thinking. there's even harder bosses that are like raid <laughs> bosses. Really? Yeah. There's bosses that you have to like farm 
like the hardest enemy in the game, which is like this extra tall skeleton that's in hell that's very rare to spawn and has a very low chance of dropping its skull. And you have to collect three of those skulls and make this very specific. You like summon this demon uh, and then it like flies around and it shoots exploding Have you beaten bombs. this game? Is this all your personal experience or you just... Stuff oh, I've done all of this. Really? <laughs> Every feature that there is in Minecraft, I have done. Just to at least try it out. Dude, it's so good. You're going to get a it's Minecraft so tattoo? <laughs> Dude, oh, maybe. That no, that's not my next tattoo. My next tattoo, all I'll tell you is that oh, it's like Zelda. A... Oh, okay. Zelda tattoo. But it's not one you've ever seen before, I guarantee, because I researched the shit out of it just to make sure that it's unique. Okay. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Like, you can do us. I mean, it doesn't have to be subtle. At all, but I think just like a, a like you know, like a, a cube from the game would be an yeah. interesting tattoo. Yeah, just imagine like a. Honestly, I just think like the Whatever Minecraft logo. Are. I don't play like this game the by dirt the way. Block. Just like the, your favorite dirt block. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> this is my favorite dirt block from Minecraft. <laughs> but you know what the it. other fucked up thing about that is? They keep changing the way they look. Like if yeah. I got a dirt block two years ago, it's a different dirt block than what's in the game now. <laughs> I could see that. Or even just like a, we're just, this is a tattoo podcast now. I, mean, like a, as the, I thought we were going to dive into tattoos, but we're going back. Like a, like a hollow cube, like just like the, I forget what it's called, but like the skeleton of the cube. Yeah. You know, in elementary school when you figured out that you could draw just a the line, the line work of the, the Yeah, the, just the line yeah. work of a cube. Uh, but like something, add something to it that makes it Minecraft. That would be cool. That's what I'm imagining. Just like one on its side, like the Y shape, right? Yeah, exactly. That, that yeah, side yeah. of the the cube. Just the, your favorite dirt cube. What's the name for that perspective? I forget. Um, there's a video game term for isometric. games that are isometric. Yeah, an isometric cube. But uh, Dead Mouse has a huge <laughs> Minecraft tattoo on his neck. He has the creeper face, which is like the two eyes and like the frowny yeah. face. Dead Mouse is such a huge nerd. He's he, he also has two Space Invaders tattoos on his neck. Yeah, I remember seeing those. I remember seeing those. He has a tattoo that I'm incredibly jealous of. It's uh, he, when he played at the Video Game Awards in like 2010. Shigeru Miyamoto was there. The guy who made Mario, Zelda, Donkey Kong, whatever. Wii Sports. Um, <laughs> Wii Sports. <laughs> he had him autograph his arm and left the VGAs, went to his apartment in LA or whatever, and called his friend over who is a tattoo artist and tattooed over the permanent marker. So he has Shigeru Miyamoto's signature permanently tattooed on his arm. That he, is this a fangirl thing to do? <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never heard of that before. I'm like, that's fucking dope. That is really cool though. Right? Jesus, that's you gotta love video games. I would do that. Like there yeah? like there's one person in the world whose tattoo I would get on my arm and it's Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, he created everything I love in this world. <laughs> Which is the Legend of Zelda. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but but now I can't. If I ever meet Shigeru, I'd be like, sign something cool for me, but I'm not just going to copy the Dead Mouse tattoo. What? Hey, mm, you hard to say that Dead Mouse is the first person they get a Shigeru Miyamoto tattoo. Yeah, maybe not, but it exists, is the point. Like, somebody else so has So do you that. want tattoos to be unique, or... I would like it, but there are some tattoos that are just too good of an idea to... You like, have someone design it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, point to my, actually, as, I might hit you up for my tattoo idea later because I have a very rough outline, but I need it to be arty. But, oh, uh, for, for those who don't know, Hong is a very talented artist. Hong yeah. draws things. 
So that's why Hong was pointing to him. Mo- nobody saw it, but Hong was pointing <laughs> to him. That's why you heard Hong pointing to himself. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> the why tattoo I have, I made, but that's regardless. We're going to look at that later. Yes. On a non-audio-only <laughs> format. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah, it was a rush decision in college, but it's still like... For going back to the tattoo decision, like my tattoo, I drew my, I designed myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I did it a little bit differently now, but ultimately, it still reminds me of college and the people that I was there with. So, like, it's still that type of memory. So, yeah, I, I, no, I, no rag rats. Did you guys? Did you guys have any? <laughs> do you guys have any? Like, I for so for me, uh, my my parents were against tattoos, hardcore. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I remember. I sat them down when I was, what was it, 21, 22? I sat them down and I said, okay, so just to let you guys know, like it was a, a deep speech. I remember being like, I know you guys have been supportive of me throughout my life. Jesus, I like know. You came out of the closet of having a tattoo. No, 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 no. It was <laughs> oh, more. Oh, use that as my backup plan. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it was... It's like, I have a tattoo. What? I'm also gay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. They're it, so it, angry on the tattoo, they can't even focus. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was me just being, long story short, it was a big speech about how I explained to them. I, no, no parent probably has a child grow to the image that they thought their kid would be. Damn, right? Dubs. So, which, no, no. So, <laughs> hey, mom and dad, I know I'm kind of a disappointment. No, 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 no. Not, not from a disappointment perspective. Yeah. But I remember saying this. I remember I sat down and these were like some of the exact words I said. I said, you probably, and you don't have to admit it, you know, but I understand because it's, it's, it's nature. You looked at me as a, as a baby and as a child growing up and you probably envisioned a certain life, whether it be lifestyle, whether it be mm. choices, whether it be career. You saw a doctor, you saw a scientist, you saw somebody who you, you aspired nothing but great hopes for. And I appreciate that because I know it's, it's because you care about me. Mm. However... You probably didn't expect me to make mistakes like the way I did. You probably didn't expect me to make the decisions that I've done. And you probably didn't expect the lifestyles that I've chosen. And in this case, you probably didn't expect me to want tattoos. But I want tattoos. Oh, this was before you got a tattoo. This was my tattoo prep speech. Okay, It was me telling them. because, Because when I first said I want a tattoo when I was 18, they said, I remember the specific quote was, I will sandpaper it off of you if you come home in my house with it. So, yeah, they were very against it. Because I said, hey, guys, what do you guys think about a tattoo? That was the response. If you come home with a tattoo, I'm grabbing sandpaper, grit, like like high grit, and getting it right off. Yeah. I just went, Jesus Christ. Okay. No tattoos. That's metal. Yeah. That's, that's, that was the... That's, and I understand so much more about you now. <laughs> that's the house I grew up in. So, I, I, I sat them down with this speech. And because this also came from a point of I also told them about how I'm not going to church anymore because I'm not religious. Yeah. Mm. And that... That was a even that was a way more uh, explosive art conversation than the tattoo one. The tattoo one came down to eventually they were like, "You're right. You're 21. Fucking if that's what you want, you will live with the consequences of whatever happens from it. Go for it." Because they're, they're it's old school. It's just oh nobody will hire you if you see a tattoo. They'll think you're scum of the earth. It's like eh, not 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 really not anymore. Not not anymore. Maybe back when you know in the 60s and 50s. Yeah. Yes. Not not really anymore. So. This whole speech I had with them was preparing them for that kind of acceptance of of me being me. And then that was also the same basis I used for the speech of I'm not going to church anymore because I'm not religious. <laughs> I, I, I don't think. And it, that, that was a lot easier for me to say, not easier for them to hear. But it was me just kind of saying what I've always said, which is I have nothing against religion. 
I have nothing against the fact that I was raised in a religious household. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against the fact that everybody around me is religious. I just want you to know, from my perspective, it's just not something that I want to partake in. It's not because my bag. It, and it's not because I'm trying to vilify it. It's just I believe my investment of time and energy into it is the political decision to agree with it for me. And it's not for me. Mm. That's all. I don't think you're horrible for being religious. And I don't think... I'm not saying there is no God. I'm not saying any of this shit. I'm just saying I I don't believe enough in this thing mm-hmm. to keep dedicating myself to it. Right. You keep doing you if you have faith and you have positivity from it. But it's just not for me. So those are my speeches. I just very... So I had a similar parent conversation with my mom. Uh, but it was with very... With tattoos or religion? So it's... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> uh, I basically just told my mom, I'm like, listen, I'm not going to church this Easter. It's not for me. That's I'm just, that's how you said it? Yeah. I was oh, like, Jesus. I mean, my my family setup is very different. Than mine? <laughs> yeah. I, I can't think of any ex, explosive arguments that weren't about like me not doing my homework for a week or whatever. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Different households. My, yeah. My... <laughs> I set the bar pretty low with my parents. If I said if I said it like that, I would have been put through a wall. Yeah, no, <laughs> nope. Yeah, different parents. But I was like, church just isn't for me. Like, that's fine, whatever. It's and I'll like go when I have to. When it's that's like what you said. Memorial service. That's how you said it. Pretty much. I was just like, listen, I just it, it's not. I don't get anything from it. I don't see it the same way as you do or whatever. And she, it was just kind of like, okay, <laughs> the tattoo. I walked into my parents' living room and With I rolled tattoo? up my sleeve and I was like, check it out. <laughs> what Actually, I walked in. I was like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, nothing. And I grabbed the Apple TV remote and I put on the episode of The Office where Michael Scott says this. I'm like, wasn't that funny? And they're like, yeah, I get it. Kind of. And I rolled up my sleeve and I pointed to the TV that still had st- the subtitles on it because my dad's deaf. And my dad burst out laughing. And he goes, <laughs> that's not real. <laughs> and I like, took off the saran wrap. I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> and my mom was like, what the hell is wrong with you? So if I did very different both household. of those things, you would be, you I would've would've be been, here today. I would have been uchimata through the ground. Do you know what uchimata is? No. It's in judo. When you grab the left <laughs> elbow, you pull in, you step over with the right, and you kick your foot as high as you can while you grab the shoulder and the left arm and you throw over your hip while you kick to gain momentum so they go woof like this <laughs> onto their back. I would have been uchimata through the fucking basement of my house if I did that. If I did both of those things. Yeah. Wow. Very different dynamics. Yeah. Very different dynamics. Chill parents. Yeah. That's. Yeah, I only uh, made these decisions when I was a self-sustaining adult. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. When there was yeah. no was and like, you're out of the nest. Yeah. 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 I mean same. Right. So, I mean, that's yeah, that's OK. Yeah. I mean, like Good both of those conversations <laughs> happened when I was like the only thing I wasn't self-sustaining was I lived with them. So, like I paid them rent, but I paid for my own cell phone bill. I bought my own clothes, car insurance, car payments, gas, everything. I was on my own besides just living there and I paid rent. So, yeah, like, whatever. Same. I mean, an adult. The and tattoo I, I was like over 21 both times. For me, the tattoo thing was I wasn't as concerned because I told them that so young and they were kind of they, they were kind of on the board of saying if you want one because my sister got one before me mm. like a really tiny one 
uh, they said, okay, if you really want one, wait until you're an adult because we'd rather you think about it. Yeah. And I think when they saw four years later, I was like, hey, remember that tattoo I talked about four years ago? I'm going to go get it now. <laughs> yeah. they, were, they, were, they were kind of... Uh, okay, he thought okay. about it for four years. Yeah, he's clearly dedicated to this and they were more okay with that. The religion speech, I was... I was ready for five fives. I was like, all right, this is a championship <laughs> fight. There's going to be some hands. Okay, here it's we go. I'm warmed blood. up. I'm warming up in my room, like stretching and like getting ready. Like, all right, here we go. Here we go. Getting like shadow boxing in the bathroom. Woo! Going downstairs. Let's have this talk. And I go downstairs. And it was like halfway to what you were expecting? Uh, I mean, I, I expected full on like, all right, it's a, it's, it's. Did you expect like garden. actual hands? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Very, very different family. From religion. Yeah. Oh yeah. You kidding oh. me? Oh yeah. My family still go to church. Goes to church together like every Sunday. Yeah. Mm. So does. I'm not there anymore. So does mine. I mean, it's uh, nothing against them, but just no. Like my, my parents are both come from like very religious immigrant families. So they're, yeah, they're super religious. So oh yeah, I expected hands, maybe some kicks. Yeah, Maybe some Uchimatas, right? So it was just like <laughs> I was ready, I was ready. But um, no, that was something that they it, it took them like about two years to accept. And yeah. even then, there was a compromise. It was I will go to memorial services. I will go. Um, I will go to uh, Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I will go on Christmas, and I actually don't mind going on Christmas. It's it's yeah, it's, it's actually nice it's to part see part of Christmas. Everybody yeah. shows up. I grew up with that. So uh, whatever. So and, it's like weddings and funerals period only. Yeah. Pretty much memorial services. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. But I remember when I did it, like they were actually really considerate because they would say, Hey, I know you hate going and you don't want to go, but could you go just because like your cousins are, go- are going to be here I and mean, we want them to go too. And they will be more receptive to go if you go. Yeah. Like, and I was like, yeah, sure. If that's what you want. But it's because they were considerate and they accepted yeah. it, but they, they were asking asked for it. instead of told. Yeah, and that was kind of like, yeah, I'll go. You ask, I go, I'll go. So, yeah. took you know like two years, but that olive branch was extended and it's done. So that's nice. You know, it's good. And it's now, now it's the norm. Hey, we're going to mass. We'll see you later. Like we'll pick, we'll have dinner when we get back. Like, all right, cool. I'll get everything ready. Yeah. So it's very different. Um, if and when you have kids, what are you gonna do like religiously? Don't plan on it. <laughs> don't plan on having kids i don't plan on having okay. kids uh you I'd leave it up to them honestly because yeah. like like my one-liner about religion is like i have i will never knock anyone for religion because right. like what i think is god is cheaper than a therapist so Ooh, like whatever yeah. works for you works for you that's a good so line. if like religion works then that saves you a lot of you know it's kind yeah. of snarky but it, you know and honestly if it it's fills a, the same kind of void yeah. right so whatever works so i wouldn't it's a moral compass it's something to keep you going I should. I. I won't. I won't say it because I'll just be ridiculed for it. So I'll just say this instead. Um, <laughs> I think if I ever had kids and they, I wouldn't raise them in a religion. Mm-hmm. But if they came to me like yeah. in middle school that's, and they were saying, "Hey, what's church?" I'm like, oh, uh, well, what church are you talking about? Like, there's a whole bunch of different types of churches. It's like, oh, I want to go see them. Okay, let's. I'll, we'll go to every. I well, would every, do that. Every week we'll try out a new church. And yeah. Then, and like, I'll, I'll tell you about each church we go to. We'll, we'll have a we'll, church we'll, weekend. We'll yeah. hit up like <laughs> nine of them. Let's go to a yeah, monastery and, and a mosque. Exactly. And a, yeah. And, and if they, temple, end up, they end up saying like, oh, I really like this one. It's like, okay. Do you want to start going? It's like, yeah, sure. It's like, okay, cool. Then yeah. you can start going. I like that. Yeah. Find it, your ass a ride and keep showing I up every weekend. I think for us, it's easier said than done though. What do you mean? Like, are you really going to haul your kid to... 
Well, no, I would have my kid haul themselves there, and I would say, "Go to church." If that's what you want. <laughs> how is this middle school kid gonna haul them? Like they're gonna get a bus, a bike. We just saw how scary the outside is. All right. Yeah. <laughs> who knows how scary it's gonna <laughs> be? That's then. true. That's true. A what hover really, bike. What I really uh, don't uh, like about religion, though, is the commu- community is good. The community aspect of religion is what's scary. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I don't mind the personal religion. It's the yeah. It's the mob mentality, right? That I really dislike. Yeah. Out of, yeah, religion. I, I don't like the one thing I that always put me off against religion, especially I remember this this exact conversation happened in CCD. Mm. I remember this was this was when I thought I start the seed was already planted and I was thinking something is wrong. So I remember I remember asking because I believe I was in middle school. No, I was in high school. I think it was like a freshman in high school. And I remember asking at CCD because one of my friends, she she told me she's she's a lesbian. So I remember in CCD, I remember at the very end, it was, so who has questions? And I was like, I have a question. She said, okay, what's your question? I said, so I'm just confused because you keep telling us that God loves everybody, right? She said, yes, God loves everybody. And I said, okay. And God made everything, right? She said, yes, God made everything. So I said, <laughs> Little kid with the logical fallacies. So, so I said, so quick question. What is this whole thing with God not liking people who are gay? And she went, um, and I said, because my friend told me that she, she, she's gay and, but if God made her and God loves everything, why is this whole, I'm just really confused about that. And yeah. there was no concrete answer to this that was logical. So I remember thinking, oh, something's oh, weird about this. You're making it up. <laughs> well, no, not so much making it up, but something, and this is kind of going back to what Hong said about community. I don't like how, even within like Catholicism, in Christianity, you have people who go, "Oh, that's not my Catholicism. That's not my Christianity." I'm like, I go, "No, it it, it is. Like, yeah, it, it's Catholicism. You're just focusing on one part. They're focusing on something else. You're focusing on the God loves everybody. Everybody's accepted. They're focusing on the God hates women who wear two different styles of of garment. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. like you know, you're what I mean? wearing two different patterns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like, like that's. I'm kidding. And that's the thing that always threw me off. I was just thinking, no, if, if you are part of this religion, you are part of the whole part of that religion. Exactly. You, you're you signing up for the whole thing. <laughs> like, yeah. What, what's the uh, scene from West Wing when some lady... Yeah, it, well, in West, I think it was West Wing. Some lady tried to throw the president off with some kind of quote, and the president turned around and started quoting... Because I think she said something about something really stupid with divorce or something. So then he turned around and said, oh, well, tell me, how many, like... How many animals would my daughter fetch? She's like, excuse me, and he's just like Leviticus 30, 37, 22. Like you know, like sh- like sh- sell your daughter for the most most cattle you can find among your ranch. Like, yeah. and he was like, or should I stone her instead? And because she wore like she wore cotton after this date. And he was like Matthew, you know, forty two eighteen, and he yeah. was just throwing out all these things. And then she just didn't say anything. And he said, before you start quoting bullshit to me, like you should know the bullshit you're talking about. Yeah. And, she, and he just walked away, and it was just There's a lot of picking and choosing. Yeah, like what Hong said, it's just that can I don't like that part of it. It's just well, no. If if you have this problem with the Westboro Baptist Church, then guess what? If they're claiming to be the same religion as you, you should go deal with that, mm-hmm. right? And not be That's like exactly and not be like, oh, they're different. No, they're this. They're claiming the same. Mm-hmm. So you need to talk to them about that and sort that shit exactly. out. Exactly, you are part of the same statistic. <laughs> yeah, like just. <laughs> Figure that shit out among yourselves because that's that's exactly what Hong said yeah. with the community. So yeah, I mean, but no, if my kid wanted to go to religion, I'd bring the kid to religion. Do you want to go to a bunch of different churches with me this weekend? Uh, no. 
I do not. I don't have time. We should for have that. a religion episode. Yeah, like, like this one. Yeah, like this one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't have. Um, I don't have anything against it. Like, I, I have. I have some friends who are super religious, and it's, I can't connect to them on the same level because I don't have that depth of faith with them. So it's awkward because it's just that's their identity mm-hmm. is their faith. So they're, it's not a bad thing, but it's just I can't relate to it. You know what I mean? So it's just that's a little stickler, but they're not bad people, you know, and there's a lot of good people who are in religions who volunteer or who help out in their communities and they're open and tolerant and accepting. I think it gives you a good moral compass. You use use that phrase earlier. Like it can, but it also could be used in a really like, yeah, it could be a horrible, then there are all those people. There are those people who are like, he doesn't believe his God. Where's his moral compass. (laughs) It's the only thing that gives you a moral compass. I subscribe to the atheist subreddit. And it's funny because a lot of it isn't, it's not hating on religion for the act of religion. Of like, well, there is no God. It's actually a lot of, it's just a lot of, a lot of stop being hypocrites. Stop being hypocrites. A lot of it as of for the past six months has been about the priest sexually abusing Mm. children. Yeah. And being like, why are you, why are you, what? Like you, you have no place to be saying and preaching these things. When let's look at the past like twenty five cases of child abuse within these churches, mm-hmm. or how the church covered up this, or how they paid this off, or how they move this around, like there, it's it's horrible, you know what I mean? But it it it's just them focusing on the hypocrisy of things like that that occur. Yeah, which is surprising because I thought it'd be a lot of intellectual stuff, and it's a lot of them just finding articles about shit like that. The atheism subreddit is a lot of yelling on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> like. There's a lot of points there, but it's it's just a it's an echo chamber of a lot of people who are on the same side saying like, yeah, we're right. Well, that's the idea of subreddits, right? It's yeah, a, it's yeah, a giant it's, echo chamber. Right? That's the the biggest echo chamber I've been on is the bad cop, bad cop, no donut. Yeah, have you seen that? Is like <laughs> all cops are evil. Yeah, exactly. And I was just, I was just like, wow, you guys are give it of all the cops. Like, no, let's not give it of all Hold the cops. On. Let's not do that. <laughs> what are you talking about here? Yeah, what are you talking about? Get yeah. out of here. But it's then. But going back to what Hong said about communities, it's the complete opposite. If you go to like Thin Blue Line subreddits, like all oh, cops are angels, like none of them could ever be wrong. It's just, no, they can totally be wrong. They're human. They fuck up. We all fuck up. Just hold them accountable. Just, communities are evil. No. It's because you're finding people with the same mindset as you, right? So then where's the diversity? Where's the, who's going to be your devil's advocate? Right? Yeah. Which is like extrapolated so much because of the internet. Mm-hmm. You do not have to go and find these people. You can just type in the word of how you are feeling and find all those people. <sighs> like, and there they are. And you can hit hide, mute on all the other people. Yeah. And then it's just like, I don't understand how anybody can think differently. Vaccines than me. are horrible. Because <laughs> everybody around me is thinking the same as me. That's why I love the pizza subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> because they are all about how do you make a better pizza. Oh, uh, have you seen Breadit? No, you would enjoy Breadit. What is bread. making bread? Like people's progress in making baked goods. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's good. You you've been on it. Yeah, the, people would like good. take pizza make bread, take a picture of it, and people would critique and rate their bread and give them advice about how to make better bread. Oh grilled shit! Yeah. yeah, grilled cheese is a good one. Oh, there's a grilled cheese subreddit. Yeah, and they are fucking. Nazis about what they consider a grilled cheese and not really like, like there are certain things where it's like nope it's panini delete like, <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> Nachis indeed. So panini versus grilled cheese. Is it just because there's other things inside of it? Just in case there's anybody from the grilled cheese subreddit listening, I'm not even going to define it because I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> and I don't like, want to make people Is a angry. hot dog a sandwich the argument? Oh, my God. Oh, he, Chris loves this question. Literally. So I... Uh, I had a, a meeting, like a team meeting the other day at work, where I, there was one person who was like, who hosted the meeting and like yeah. got lunch for us all, who is a very high up person at the company that I work for. And at the end, we were just kind of shooting the shit and talking and winding down. And I got to ask her, do you consider a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> what did she say? Uh, she was like, I, 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 so here's the thing with me. I don't even give a shit. I know. Yeah, I just, just yeah, like I the conversation. Yeah, this is what conversation she said. Is good. No, 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 no. Oh, that's this, what you're this saying. is what okay. I'm thinking. I, I, I don't remember what she said, and I don't give a shit because it's just like it's funny that I can't. The more I ask it, the funnier it gets. <laughs> and I don't even voice my opinion half the time. I just contradict what the other person is saying. I just <laughs> counter whatever is like. Well, it's it's uh, not two pieces of bread. Well, have you ever gone to Subway? Do you get a, a grinder there? Do you consider that a sandwich? That's one piece of bread that's cut down the middle. He's like, well, well uh, that's different. Okay, so where do we draw the line? What is a sandwich? Because <laughs> it's, it's not the bread. Yeah, hot dog is just that too rules bologna. out the window. <laughs> it's, it's too bologna. <laughs> it's too bologna. Uh, and also, but sh- um, she also did throw an amazing quote someone said do you consider a pop-tart a sandwich and yeah, she goes I would have said the no i consider a pop-tart a ravioli <laughs> and i was like holy shit yeah so say, is, is a ravioli a sandwich and is a pop-tart a sandwich is yeah, that pop-tart is I a mean. ravioli guaranteed yes. so, so is a hot dog a sandwich I would take it. I, I'm a. I'm a very. I'm anything could be a sandwich. Like so an open face sandwich is a sandwich at this point. Like oh, what's a sandwich? Yeah, I, have, I have talked to so many people that I have been enlightened to the point of this is my stance on it. Sandwich is a word, and words are just what we use to describe Christ. things. So things gain and lose meanings depending on how we use them. So like. Uh, sprinkles are also called jimmies. So, like, would you consider a sprinkle a jimmy? Yes, because that's what people call sprinkles. We do not call a hot dog a sandwich. So, I would say no. For, m- for most intents and purposes, is not a sandwich. By definition of what a sandwich is, I would probably put hot dog under that category. Hot dog is categorically, definitively a sandwich. Do we call it a sandwich? No. Therefore, let's just not. It's not a sandwich. That's a high level fucking answer. It depends on who you talk to, right? It's like the, the math or math coder would just be yeah. like, let's let hot dog equal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then if yeah, yes, hot dog equal, but then yes. <laughs> but someone dropped this on me and no one's ever done this before. And this was like yesterday at work too, which shows you how often I talk about this <laughs> fucking conversation. <laughs> they were like, does a grilled cheese a sandwich? I'm like, yeah, we don't call it a sandwich. I'm like, Fuck! <laughs> oh no! Oh fuck! Okay. I don't think I have the word sandwich in it. Huh? Do you panini you, sandwich? A panini sandwich, grilled cheese sandwich. I also think I say grilled cheese sandwich about a quarter of the time. Like, uh, do I want a grilled cheese? Yeah, grilled cheese, grilled cheese, grilled cheese, grilled cheese sandwich. So in that case, is a hamburger sandwich? You would say like ice cream sandwich too. Some people would say an ice cream sandwich isn't a sandwich, but you, ice you, cream you, sandwich you is say a sandwich. the word sandwich, yeah. It's an ingredient between two. Well, some people are like solid, ingredient purists, where it has to be like like meat or meat substitute. A peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. No, that's our yeah. There's so many that's things. A good point. That's a good so point. my thing doesn't even really make sense anymore. Like, is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I guess by what I said earlier, definitively yes. So you want you want to hear my no. uh, like 
the logical, like the proof of this concept. Okay, so yes. peanut butter and jelly sandwich, is it a sandwich? Yes. Okay. Smucker's Uncrustable, is it a sandwich? <gasps> it's a ravioli. Right? It's the middle ground between the peanut butter jelly sandwich and the ravioli, Smucker's Uncrustable. I would say Smucker's Uncrustable is not a sandwich because it's a different delivery method. It's the ingredients <laughs> it's of the peanut butter, peanut butter sandwich and jelly sandwich. the outside without the crust. <laughs> but, no, but it's squished. It's crimped like a ravioli. It's a different delivery method. It carries different physics than a sandwich. But you, you could can take a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on white bread and turn it into an Uncrustable. Yes, and then it ceases to be a sandwich. You could put a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in a fucking blender. Is it still a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> it's still all the same well, ingredients. No, you're, you're, you have changed you're, the integrity. You're changing the structure of it then. When you put it in a blender, it turns into a liquid. Sure. So it's not a No sandwich is ever a liquid. Mm. You're not changing the structure of it when you turn it into a crustable. You're removing. You're removing uncrustable. That's a big one to have in my pocket. <laughs> like once finally thinks like, okay, I've got it. Period. Boom. Here's the proof. I'm gonna hit them with the uncrustable. You have to lead them with the peanut butter and jelly. Sandwich. You have to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and yeah, then you yeah, hit to, them with the uncrustable. You have to matrix them. I've asked people like, what if you take a hot dog bun, a New England hot dog bun, because we're not animals, mm -hmm. cut it all the way in half so it is two pieces of bread. You take the hot dog, cut it in half so it is now a halved hot dog. You take one half of the hot dog bun and you lay the two halves of the hot dog on it and you put ketchup in there. And then you put the other piece of the bun on top and you eat it horizontally like a sandwich. And everybody pretty much agrees. Yeah, that's a sandwich. So it's like, it's all about like drawing that line in the sand. <laughs> and it's such a squiggly, weird line. That's a weird, that's a weird concept. Have, it's weird concepts. Have you seen the, uh, we want plates subreddit? Um, one of yeah, my that one's <laughs> fucking infuriating. I literally go on that subreddit when I want to like change my definition of reality. Like, why the fuck is this served on a shovel? Like, <laughs> yes. Where did you get this from? I they, thought I thought it was like fake at first. I think some of them are like that. Literally, one of the posts that gets constantly reposted is a charcuterie board that's on the. It's like meat draped over the skeleton of like a mouse. Uh, with seriously, cheese on the plate. Seri oh, Chris is looking for it immediately. Immediately, yeah. Chris picks up his I phone. I want to see this garbage. And I was like, I swear, no one would plate it that way. It's like a charcuterie board, but there's a skeleton. Standing skeleton of a of like a mouse holding like meat draped all over it. Meat draped all over it to look, resemble like an actual mouse, and then there's cheese that go to be eating it on the plate. I've never seen this, so this is thrilling to know that this exists. Someone got you know those um I don't know what they're called, but like the beer glasses when they you have like a nice beer and it has a stem and it's like wide. Oh, uh, like a flower pint. I guess I don't. know. It's like the size of an apple. It's not a cool and it's glass, round it's a tulip. Tulip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flour. This one is <laughs> a bunch of fries in the bottom of a tulip with two slider hamburgers on it. It's like, how the fuck are you supposed to get those fries out? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hate that trend of, like, milk, whatever. It's like a Bloody Mary right. topped with, like, a, oh, like a hamburger on a top. Five Guys meal on top of it. <laughs> it's like, what? 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 Here's your soggy oh sandwich. Yeah, just... To, with tomato juice on it yeah. just fucking no just give me pickles and olives <laughs> did you find it i'm looking at the top posts of all time and they're fucking bonkers this one is cheese that is spooned onto the back of your hand by the waiter and you have to lick it off <laughs> and it's literally just a clump of what looks like cottage cheese or cream cheese or butter gross 
I think I would deny that if I was at a restaurant. No. There's uh the ravioli close uh, pinned fr- uh, fried ravioli is a classic they see there all the time. They close oh, like on a yeah. clothesline with clothespin yeah. like just like fried ravioli. <laughs> this one's self aware absurdity. It is a uh, it's charcuterie served on an iPad with a picture of a plate on it. <laughs> that's what? just look how much money we have. <laughs> how how is that a thing? At least that's more sanitary oh, here's than some your, of the other ones. Here's your True. clothesline. Yep, the clothesline <laughs> ravioli. I it. love that. Well, that's a problem with like a lot of these plating things. It's like, how do you keep some of these things sanitary, right? At right. least the iPad you can clean. Pizza on a skateboard, for the most part. or like the, a skateboard or a shovel. Yeah, exactly. Like a here's pizza on a snowboard. And you're like how butter you, just on a, a rock. That's not sanitary. <laughs> like they just took a, porous a rock subject, that's like the like size rock. of a baseball. I mean, you could like. Can you get it all in the like nooks and crannies? Like, get super though? fucking hot water in there, and it doesn't even matter if it's in the nooks and crannies. It's okay. fucking microwaved and dead. Yeah, I don't know what the ru- food, food like you work in food. I don't know what the so the technically. Rules are. So here's the weird thing, and and this is how they get this is how they get by with it. Anything on the plate, anything on the serving thing, has to be edible. Do you know what I mean? So like, I just, what's a, the rules for the serving thing though? That's I guess my, that's my question. To my knowledge, whatever you plate it on. Huh. I, I remember because I remember asking my uh, my head chef, I was my executive chef. I remember asking once. I said, "What? Why? Why are we putting all these little ornamental things on it? Like, what the fuck is that?" And he goes, "It's just like cilantro and shit and this like that." And I was like, "Why are you wasting it?" And he goes, "Well, it's just just to plate it, just to look pretty." And I was like, "So it's there's not, something yeah, about that. that. It yeah. triggers certain no, no, things right. in your head. You're like, oh, this is beautiful, right?" Mm. So, but I, I, but my my theory was. Why are you giving people things they can't eat? And that's when he told me, no, they can eat it. I said, mm. you're supposed to eat it? He said, you're not supposed to. Yeah. But you have to have edible things on a plate when you plate it. So that's why you don't see a lot of plastics. Yeah. That's why you can still... What's that shit on cakes? Like fondant? Yeah, it's like Fucking you can gross. eat it. It's gross, but you can eat it because it's... You're not supposed to eat these cakes. <laughs> <laughs> cakes? No. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I remember Friendly's was like our family go-to spot. Yeah, to eat, and they for uh, their garnish, they had like this weird plasticky, really, really bumpy—not bumpy lettuce, but like really curvy. Like it almost looked like seaweed. It was so dense, the curves and everything. Grow up, I found out that shit's kale now. Like <laughs> that's what kale is, and it was literally the garbage they would put on your plate to make it look kind of nice. You weren't supposed to eat that. It tastes fucking gross. It's bitter. Yeah, it's bitter and it's like it, I bit it. I'm like, oops, that was plastic. Wasn't supposed to eat that. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like and someone was like, you know, I'm gonna find a fucking way to eat that shit. I'm gonna blend it up and put it in a smoothie. <laughs> you know the trick? Mm-hmm. You freeze it. Yeah, and then it gets real crunchy and dense it's cr- it gets rid of the bitterness. Interesting. And it doesn't yellow. Mm. I'm actually sad because Costco hasn't had kale in two months. So I've been Jeez. having fucking spinach for two months. Costco, I'm coming to find out, is just out of things sometimes. Yeah. I'm not used to that. Yeah. Stop and shop is never out of things. Nope. I mean, I guess it makes sense if you're selling things at a, like a Whole Foods, or like a wholesale, sorry, yeah. rate, then you would just need things that are readily accessible. And right? you have to get everything, you have to get in large quantities. So it's like, if we want to sell cashews, we need gallons of cashews. Then when they're, we wait until they're gone and then we get a giant pound <laughs> yeah, exactly. of, of more cashews. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, especially if you go and you're like, well, there's no fruits or veggies. I've yeah. never seen that at Costco. 
No? I no. I went uh, the other day just to pick up a few things. I'm like, oh, we need milk. There's no milk. <laughs> there, there, we're out of milk. Multiple, no kinds of milks were at Costco. None? Nothing. I've never seen no milk. Like, I've seen I no went eggs. to the milk section and it was changed to something else because they had no milk. Uh, we put something else in this ch- section of the fridge. Shit. It's weird. I've seen them have no eggs. I've seen them have no, uh, like, no apples and shit like that. But no. I've already seen... Something. I guess I go in the week, weekdays most often. I guess this yeah. is a first world problem. We should just stop complaining. <laughs> Ooh, f- fun suburb. Well, first world anarchy. I haven't visited that in a long. What time. is that? It's really funny. I've, never, um, I've never been there. What is that? It used to be funny. I don't know if it's funny anymore. It's like it. things that you can do to like just inconvenience people in, in the first world. <laughs> Okay. Like, not even like to inconvenience people. Like it's pictures of people with signs that say "Do not walk on the grass" and like they're stepping on it. Um, oh, okay. So maybe it's like not funny anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the top post of all time, and this is fucking hilarious. It's a guy wearing those shoes with toes. Yeah. And he's also wearing flip flops. <laughs> so he put the 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 thong of the flip flop in between the shoe toes. I wear those. I wear those at the gym. The five finger shoes. <laughs> this seat is reserved for someone in a really good mood, with just a dude hardcore pouting in front of <laughs> That's what it's it is. It's just a bunch of super dumb. I had stuff. one of those at work where we had like an air freshener in the in the restroom, right? Yeah. And it, just, it was someone just like knocked it out when it was on the floor, and it's like that's first world anarchy. <laughs> this, <laughs> like, this no one, one deserves that. Right. This one just tells a perfect story. It's a fence in between two neighbors. <laughs> And just, it's a filthy fence. And in white paint, it just says, look, Bob, I've painted my fence. (laughs) (laughs) So clearly someone was like, you got to paint your fence. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Look, Bob, (laughs) I've painted my fence. Um... Okay, it's still frames at a uh, at like a department store. One of them says "my dog," and someone just put a photo of a cat. In it. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid! It's a dumb subreddit. Uh, this one, someone got their diploma in the mail, and it says "diploma do not bend," and it's like crammed. Into the <laughs> <box>. <laughs> it's pretty good. I don't live by your first world rules. Right. Exactly. Nice. Nice. Okay. Subreddits are fun. Subreddits are fun. Yeah, it's late. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens now? I don't know. We yeah. just kind of fade we out. We just fade out. Oh, okay. So I just guess. The, um, the sleepiness starts to creep in. And yeah. then it's just like, well, it's getting late. It's getting around that time. Yeah, all right. All well, right. Oh, Hong, give a shout out. Uh, yeah, plug yourself. <laughs> am I plugging myself? Plug yourself. Hong, I don't even know Hong's what to plug. Hong's um, Yeah, I, do, I post my art on Instagram sometimes, occasionally, when I feel like it. <laughs> Hit me with the username. At, at Hong Draws Things. At, at Hong draws things? No, at. no, no. It's at, the at symbol. You put and then the at AT. in front of the the thing, and it's Hong like Hong Kong, so H O N G. Yeah, Hong draws things. Draws like uh, underwear. D R A W E R. No, not drawers things. <laughs> drawers. You're struggling with this tag, aren't you? At Hong draws things. Um, things. and the, the irony of the whole thing is like after I thought about it, it's like, huh, I don't really draw anything. I more paint things, but it's too late now. I mean, I just need <laughs> to change. Yeah, I could just change at Hong paints Wait, things. Well, if everybody locked down Hong's paint Hong paints things. <laughs> but if somebody's somebody, gonna be that's first in world anarchy minutes. right there. <laughs> but what happens if people commission you to draw things again? Uh, true. So Hong Arts Things. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out. Uh, and have a good weekend. Everybody follow him. It's literally the best. Uh, it? There's a lot of dog on Instagram. Oh, there's a lot of dog porn on it. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>